Hello everybody and welcome to the Curios Cast Halloween Special. It's been long awaited. Uh, this is the spooky special that I promised you all the way back in October 2019. Oh, we got a smoke machine going. Oh, you're going to smoke this... I can't see shit. <laughs> for, anyone, for anyone who's not watching, if you're listening to this through your podcast app and you've never watched an episode before on YouTube, this is the one to watch, or at least go and just have a look just to see how ridiculous we all look right now. Oh, oh, um, probably now just completely covered in smoke. Yeah, we've got a smoke machine going just for some spooky effects. There's some, some pumpkins chilling around and uh, <laughs> we're all dressed up in, in different costumes. So it's definitely worth checking out. Very spooky as well. Yeah. Too spooky for viewers under the age of 15 years old. <laughs> Mostly because Tom's packet is on display. <laughs> I've covered it up. I've got my, got my research covering my packet right now. <laughs> uh, I might have to take my head off. Yeah, you, know. you do sound like shit, actually. So you know? gonna, <laughs> viewers, are you ready for the big reveal? <laughs> I was it you. was George oh. the whole time. I would have gotten away with it <laughs> if it hadn't been for your meddling kids. <laughs> You're so loud straight <laughs> away. Uh, no, yeah, sorry about that. That was quite overpowering. That's okay, but that's, the, okay? that's part of the spooky magic. Look <laughs> how low I was okay. before. That's crazy. Anyway, we haven't introduced our guest. Yeah, so special guest, um, a returning favourite. A triumphant return it is you may recognize her if uh, you know you're, you're watching on video it is the faz the brown welcome faz hello thanks george thanks for having me back guys no, yeah, no this, worries yeah last time i was on i'd just had a, a fill-in at the dentist so uh, oh, this yeah. time i'm in higher spirits <laughs> you look it yeah. Yeah, you. you look happy <laughs> Uh, for people not watching, Faz is dressed as Mike Wazowski and she's got all of her apparatus within the costume. So. And, and what were you dressed as, George? I was dressed as Sully. Oh, I dressed as, yeah. Which was a total coincidence. It was um, an accidental couple's costume. Yeah. My costume is a lot shitter than Faz's, even though it's from the same, yeah, the, the same shop. Definitely. I don't know where my head's gone. And uh, yeah, to fit the theme, uh, if you're, again, if you're not watching, uh, Rob is currently dressed as a Jedi, Star Wars Jedi. Uh, in case what, you didn't what, know where Jedi's because Star Wars. What, what Jedi are you dressed as? I don't know what Jedi am I, Tom. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I just, so, oh, I'm a some obscure Jedi that only like geeks know. That, yeah. is, that is absolutely untrue. Obi Wan Ben Kenobi. Kenobi. Th- I'm Obi Wan. Okay, I think yeah. it was an Obi Wan Kenobi. Costume, Specifically yeah. an Obi Wan. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Old old Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Only nerds. Yeah. Old no, I was gonna. I was just pretending if I was gonna be a Jedi, that I was gonna give some name, like. <laughs> Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto. I was going to say Kit Fisto. Ooh, yeah. He's my favourite Jedi. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. He's the same name. shade of green as me currently. <laughs> Fancy's arm keeps. Doesn't Kit Fisto have kind of like dreads as well? Yeah, he's got nice tentacles. He does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is he the one he's that cool. gets murked by the Emperor? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of several yeah, gets done. in the massacre. Mm. Well, this is not a Star Wars podcast, no. uh, it, and it's a, it's, <laughs> a, it's a spooky Halloween episode. Tom, you haven't mm. said what you're dressed as. I'm dressed as Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Not very spooky. You've it's got just a very a mutant head. head because your hair is like pushing the costume out the top. It yeah. looks like you've got like big brains going on. <laughs> the thing is, I have quite a large head anyway. And even when I had really short hair, it was quite hard for me to zip this up. And with my hair as long as it is now, it's it, it's not worth even trying. It looks good. Thanks, mate. It looks like 70s bush under there. It looks yeah. spooky. <laughs> it does look spooky, actually. Very Spe- spooky. <laughs> or is it more special than it is spooky? I'd say probably more special. <laughs> but it's bordering on special. So we've all got... Halloween and spooky related news stories with us today. No, not news stories. stories. Oh, yeah, and I've got to give two shout-outs as well, by the way, while we're talking Halloween set dressings. um, The the pumpkins around were carved by my girlfriend, 
and one is by me. Uh, if you can guess, if you can see him on the <laughs> shot, you can probably guess which one was mine. What's, what's the prize for guessing? You can have the pumpkin. Well, you can have the pumpkin. It's full of mould. <laughs> It'll be really good by the time you get it. Um, and the tea lights. Big up Nell. Big up Nell from the folk club. Sail off folk club. Big ups. Big ups. Did save, did save the... Save uh, the day, yeah. Because yeah. it's really important that we had... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we get into the spookiness, as always, a fact check from last episode. So... I'm going to take my mask off for this. One, uh, we spoke about quite a few things last episode and we said we would Jesus. check. <laughs> we said a couple of times, I oh, will check that for next episode. A lot of the things we spoke about were pretty boring and um, I didn't even bother checking them because it just wasn't <laughs> good content at all. But the one thing that we did mention last episode, it was when we were talking about Frosties and uh, I think Robbie started singing, they're going to taste great, right, yeah. they're going to taste great. And then we started speaking about the kid from the Frosties advert. Yeah. And uh, we said, like, didn't that kid kill himself? Because that was the rumour yeah. that I think most people, probably like our age or older, who was who saw that TV um, advert in probably like the, I don't even know when it came out, like early, like 2000s. early 2000s, I guess. Right? Yeah. yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, who hasn't seen it, it's just, just, it's just a stupid advert, just a, a Frosties advert. And this kid's just singing a song about Frosties. Yeah. Um, and then the rumour was that that kid got bullied so badly at school that he killed himself. Uh, and the uh, one of the ways that he was rumoured to have killed himself was by sticking pencils up his nose and slamming his face <laughs> on a desk at school. That's a classic school rumour yeah. as well, yeah. that you can die that <laughs> yeah. way. Everyone like, knows, and it's the most efficient way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there was also rumours that he that kid had cancer and he got that got the role in the advert because he loved Frosty so much <laughs> that he wanted to be That's in an advert. That's a great rumour. His last wish. So we said, like, we'll, we'll check for next episode and just find out whether he's dead or not. Yeah. Uh, any guesses whether he's dead or he's not? not? No, he's I'm not. I'm saying no. Oh, I feel like I've looked it up and he kind of is. That'd be kind of Kind of is dead. Kind of, well, I mean... <laughs> he's 50% dead. Yeah, he's brain dead. He's dead inside. I'm going to say no. No, he's, he's alive and kicking. He's alive and kicking. Right, well, it's a general consensus. So I'm going to go with yes, or he's dead. Are you going to tell me that he never existed? Whoa. <laughs> Deep. Yeah. So uh, I looked it up. He is not dead. Yay. Um, and he's actually doing pretty well. He's, his name is Sven Rygok. He's actually... Mm. Rygrok, actually. I'll correct myself. Sven Rygrok. And uh, he is from South Africa. Uh, he now is an actor. And uh, essentially, like, yeah, when he was like 14 or so, he auditioned for that advert. And got it. Got it, yeah. Got it. It's great. Yeah. Um, it tastes great. So that's, that's, what, that's what I found out. I kind of wanted. Has he been in anything else that we'd know? So I wanted. I, I had a few questions uh, that I w was trying to Google and try and find out. Like I wanted to know how. Like, was he actually bullied? Like, yeah. for one thing, and like he just didn't kill himself, but he was quite badly bullied. I wanted to know like, what it was like just being this kid that everybody knew, and it was like a big meme, like, yeah. like back in the day, and sort of how that's affected him and stuff like that. Uh, so I reached out to him. Yeah, <laughs> and I got a response, oh, and uh, Sven Rygrok was very happy to sit down and have a chat with oh, me. Stop it, Tom! No way. So here, the, this is the first successful. There we go. First yeah. successful yeah. reach out. There's yeah. been a lot of found uh, ones. No, actually, I, I again reached out to that sneeze man. That's true. Who, oh, yeah. who oh, was counting yeah. his sneeze? Do you need to yeah. catch up? Yeah, that I'm was gonna, compelling. Listening. Fuck him. I'm going to speak to Donald Trump. Oh, so. Uh, Actually, I'm not. Yeah, we'll. 
This is where we're going to cut away. Here is my interview with Sven Rygrock. Uh, for anyone who's not interested and just <laughs> want to skip to the spooky stuff, it's about 20 minutes long, so you can skip 20 minutes. But it's a good interview. So I can't sit believe this, this quality of, of the podcast has shot through the roof. <laughs> I know, it's gone from being yeah. in Lawford's yeah. kitchen or something. <laughs> my living room, which is probably worse. <laughs> Here is my interview with Sven Rygrock. Hey, Sven. How's it, Tom? Hey, how you doing? You okay? I'm good, man. How are you? I am very good. Thanks for joining. Pleasure. Magical, man. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah, no problem. Tell me a little bit more about the Curious Cards. We just find weird stories that we've found online, or uh, like usually they can be pretty disgusting sometimes. And uh, and we just, we're just a group of three guys that sit and joke about it, and that's it, really. And, um, nice. Yeah, I'm glad to find out you're not dead. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that was good news. Yay. Yeah. Especially in, in the way that they said that you died was quite yeah. a, quite an awful one that you slammed your head into the desk with pencils up your nose. Yeah. Oh, there were some good ones, man. Yeah. That was probably one of my best. <laughs> that was the most creative. How was that for you as a as a child? I imagine from what I read, the the bullying side of things was not um, not as extreme as it was made out to be. But it was more just sure. the, the rumours and the misinformation out there. For sure. It's, I mean, off the bat, I'm going to say that I'm incredibly grateful for what it was. The reason being is that part of my, I wouldn't use the word career, but part of something that I'm passionate about is uh, motivational talks for kids, particularly on the subject of bullying and cyberbullying specifically, particularly within the realm in which we find ourselves now currently yeah. um, and the online space. So that was a, a complete experience that I had. There was a wonderful draw card, which I share with people now on stage and talk to young kids and, and um, mentor through. In terms of, again, was I hugely affected by it? Not really. If I'm co completely honest, not really. The thing that still remains um, very vivid um, as a picture in my mind was the agony of my parents. So I would never wish this on anyone, even my worst enemy, because I mean, people who are parents will know that this is, I mean, it's not fun to hear things of, you know, being said about your child, which you have no control over. Um, and I mean, once those, those rumors started snowballing, they snowballed and they avalanched quite quickly. Um, and I think that was the first, that was a first sign of like, wow, this is far beyond your control. Um, and I think that was quite, um, yeah, scary. Yeah, I can scary. imagine. I can imagine um, for yourself, of course, you was you was very young. You, you know, you was a teenager, so yeah, um, yeah, you might have been more interested in in other things. But it is it is one of those things that could have really affected you if uh, if you were susceptible to it. And I can imagine, like you said, um, hearing those things happen about your child and having no, it's not like. Again, because it was over a decade ago, it was, it was wasn't as easy to sort of like pat down those fires. You couldn't go out there and sure. make a, you know, online. You couldn't just tweet and say, "Hey, rumors are not true. I'm not dead," and then it, they're gone. Like it was just, yeah. it was just spreading like wildfire through all, all the playgrounds in the UK. 
for sure, for sure. And I think that was something that was a great grace as well, was the fact that I wasn't there in the UK. I think it would have been a very different story if I was on those playgrounds, you know, and and seeing pictures of myself or seeing like the the videos that I, I mean, I still to this day, I love them. So <laughs> this was like getting smashed by a train, like like people were really creative. Yeah. Um, but I think had I been there, it would have been a very different story. Yeah, sure. So, so tell me about that. You, you was in the UK, of course, uh, as a teenager at the time of filming, and then now you're in South Africa, right? Yes. So not at all. It was shot and filmed here in South Africa. Oh, okay. I n- didn't have to go. I had nothing to do with the UK whatsoever, oh. bar the fact that it was released there. Oh, okay. And it was for the UK market. Auditioned like every other teenager. Um, I think I was about 14 at the time. So I just started high school, uh, this side. I've lived here my whole life. Um, didn't really care much for the acting scene at all. My passion was gymnastics. That was my, that was my love. That was the thing that I enjoyed the most. Um, and by that stage, I was training about six hours a day, six days a week. Um, so getting a commercial came through all through gymnastics. Like they would often phone my coach, um, and be like, listen, do you have a young boy who could do a flick flack, who could do like a bit of a handstand, who could do da da da? And that's how I got into commercials. And through commercials, I got an agent. Through an agent, I ended up uh, following a career in acting. But this was just another audition, you know, yeah. where I had to, you know, be a fairy and a ballerina <laughs> and a dragon or whatever. And they were like, okay, cool. I got the role. Um, I was in Johannesburg at the time, and they were shooting down in Cape Town. Um, and we shot here in Cape Town for about five days and it was glorious. I had the time of my life. We shot all over the place from uh, really cool beach scenes to in the vineyards in the Cape Winelands. Um, and it was, I, yeah, I had a, I mean, I had a jaw. I absolutely loved it. That sounds, sounds great. Um, <laughs> one thing that a lot of people don't know or it doesn't really occur to people at f- the first time of watching because that's the, that's the magic of TV, but yeah. you didn't sing that song. Not at all. No. Not no. at all. <laughs> Which is, uh, it's a good little get out for you because it is a very annoying song. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, one of my, one of my favourite lines in that song, and it was one of the song, one of the lines that I think made the song a little bit more annoying and more memorable is when they, at the beginning where it says, they're going to taste great. I can hear the sound of Frosties hitting my plate. Uh, it's like, who eats, who eats Frosties from a plate? Like you eat them from yeah. a bowl. And that was yeah, and that was one of those things. Um, I imagine that's not something that, uh, as a fourteen-year-old auditioning for that, you paid attention to the lyrics at all. It was just a case of learning them. No, yeah, learn yeah. it and mime and do your dance and like get out of it. Just get it done with. <laughs> yeah, get it done with. Exactly. Brilliant. So, uh, of course, because it was uh, an uh, advertisement that was released in the UK, and it probably wasn't. You know, it wasn't as popular uh, in South Africa at all. Yeah. You know, I, I had it in my head that you probably was, you know, getting recognised in the street and stuff like that. Because <laughs> I imagine if you was in the UK, you probably would have. Like, people would have, people would have stopped and said, "That's the Frosty's kid." But um, I, I imagine that wasn't the case for you, no. No, that wasn't the case at all. No one cared, and I think that was a great thing. I had a bunch of friends who, actually, I was in geography class once, and. And they, they had discovered that I was doing commercials. And they're like, show us, show us. I was like, literally, guys, are you sure? They're like, show us. <laughs> and so then they're like, that's stupid. Let's go play outside. And like, you know, like, like whatever, let's like move yeah. on. And, and I think that was such a great gift. And actually, I ended up, um, after school, I ended up moving to the UK for about a year. 
and I worked in uh, some of the theatres in London. So I worked at the Apollo Theatre in Shaftesbury Avenue. And I remember <laughs> a, a mate of mine was like, and I, we were just chatting and I was like, yeah, man, I was doing commercial. And, uh, and he's like, man, yeah. And I was like, yeah, do, do you know the Foxy's kid? He's like, no way, bro. <laughs> no way, bro. Like, no way. You got me. And he just like, he went completely like mental. But it was like, it was like, it was funny because like, no, I mean, no one, no one would even know. No one cared. No one cared. No. And so, I mean, that must have been a great experience when some, you know, the reaction when you tell someone that you're that you're the kid from the Frosties advert. Yeah. But um, yeah. That, how does that feel? Because every everyone in the UK, probably over the age of 24, 25 at least, knows that advert. And if you was to even just show like a, a screenshot of that advert uh, with your face or play them a little bit of the song everyone would go oh my god i remember this or oh i hate this song I hate uh yeah uh, or just like you know can picture your face singing along to it <laughs> how does that feel to be such a big part of uk like pop culture and history or does it never really it's not something that really enters your mind nothing that it's never really entered my mind at all all oh, right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry to disappoint no i mean i mean yeah it's, <laughs> it's good to have a have an honest answer but yeah surely there must be a little bit of you that thinks you know almost everyone in the country so you know, that was the thing. I, I never knew how big it was we only we only got hearsay or third-hand information which was passed down I remember, and, and I'll share this with you. I remember we were, I went, I was at a, a shopping mall with my dad and we were busy having like a lunch together when my agent at the time phoned to just give him the information as to like, listen, this thing has blown up. And I remember seeing his face and he was like, mm, okay, cool. Yeah. And you're like, just, I, I didn't hear the conversation. I was just looking at his face. Yeah. So uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Blown up. Oh, and I'm like, who's that? It's like your agent, agent. I was like, mm-hmm. And then I just remember seeing his face drop when I'm sure the conversation turned like it, it blew up and everyone hates it, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think he, he got quite like a little bit panicked. Yeah, and I think I mean, that was the, like, that is the, I remember that to this day is a, like the blood draining from his face and then B the decision that they had to make as parents was, do we expose our child to this or do we, them in ignorant bliss like what do, what do we do and i remember them coming into my room and actually asking me like Sven, listen this is the situation this is what has happened what do you want to do do you want to see some of the comments do you want to do you want to know about it and i was like yeah cool like, whatever <laughs> you know and like i really have to give them great credit but they sat next to me on either side maybe for about 10 minutes they allowed me to just scroll through some of the stuff and i was like that's hectic. Like some of the stuff that people were saying, and again, I use this for, for a lot of my motivational talks, which is from Instagram to TikTok to whatever you said, like once it's out there, it is out there for life and you have no control over what that may do. Yep. Now, fair enough. Uh, great background, awesome parents, but some people aren't as lucky. Some people aren't as fortunate. And that, someone's word, for like, for example, like, oh, you piece of whatever, or you trash or whatever it is, or like commenting on your body or whatever, that can stay with you and can damage you for life. I mean, I have great friends who, who are still damaged from, from the things people said, you know, kindergarten, play school, like, and I think that is a, that's a great awareness is, are we really aware of what we're saying? And, and I take that with me to this day.
Yeah, that's that, that is that is brilliant. I couldn't have said it better myself. But yeah, so now you, tell me about the sort of workshops that you run and the talks that you do. So I've been doing these workshops now for about six years. Um, it started with uh, a film that I was in. It was a local film called Spud, which I acted with John Cleese and uh, a really cool pop star at the moment now called <laughs> Troy Sivan. Um, and there were, it was a South African novel. Uh, it's a four-part novel, which we've, we just translated them into films. Um, basically about boys going through an all-boys boarding school and literally a coming-of-age story. Um, and I play quite a bully in, in, his name is Rambo and he's a bit of a chop, mm -hmm. bit of a mean guy. Um, but basically we had to take a picture for publicity and it literally was just a t-shirt that said, stop bullying or something along the lines and took the picture, cool, carry on doing our thing. And I just, yeah, it just didn't sit well with me. I was like, what, who are these people? What are we promoting? What are we not? So anyway, I ended up following up with these people. And there were a company called uh, JAG Foundation, uh, which particularly focuses on um, recreational sports in underprivileged schools to try keep kids at school so that they're not being used as drug mules here. Um, and obviously the violence that happens, particularly within our country. So I just started, they were like, do you want to come and be an ambassador? And I was like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, maybe just say something, like we'll go to some schools and you can just say whatever you want. And I was like, oh my word, like what am I going to say? At the same time, I was also a youth leader at my church, uh, working in like quite a privileged area. And to be honest, the thing for me was like, it didn't matter whether I was working with the poorest of the poor or like your rich kids. There was a, just a common thread, which was kids today are unhappy and are completely lost. And from that, I was like, let me use what I have. I've had this experience of the Kellogg's Frosty, so I know a little bit about cyberbullying and the online space and what they can do potentially to people. I've had experiences of, of people who are close and kids who I've encountered who are committing suicide, attempted suicide, who have body image issues, who are completely body conscious with the Instagram world and are like anxious on our ADH, triple HD, antidepressant, anti-anxiety, you know, you name it. Um, and there's just some, someone, and I don't know if I'm the right one, but someone needs to tell these people why they are living and what's, what's the point? Like, what is the purpose of your life? And to remind them that you are not your, your anxiety or your sexual identity, that you are far more than that. Like you are, you're made like incredibly and, and you're made to have a great life. So how do you live that? And giving people the tools. They don't really have the tools. I've been very fortunate, like I said, to have some tools and I'd like to pass that on. So that's how it started. Um, and now I do talks on from that range from bullying and cyberbullying to uh, racism and pornography, particularly looking at boys um, to, to, to be men to actually rise up to the occasion and be like, right, listen, we got to do something. And it's about taking on responsibility. And how can we do that? That's really, that's one of my passions. That's amazing, man. Kudos to you for, for doing that. <laughs> not only, not only do you do those, but you're, like you said, you're an actor now and you've managed to, you've managed to work with some, some pretty big stars. Uh, you mentioned John Cleese. Um, I think I saw a photo with uh, Orlando Bloom. Um, yeah. yeah. So how, how's, how's that going? Good. Well, I mean, I've been doing it for 10 years now. Um, I love it. It's an up and down industry, as I'm sure most actors will, will know. 
Um, and for me, it's about finding meaning and value outside of work. I think very easy. It's very easy for me to kind of jump in and get stuck in and say like, I am, and then put your label on it, actor, whatever. And it's, yeah, I think having a family, being married, like your priorities now are just so different. So yes, I am an actor and I love these things, but I also have to do dishes. You know, I also have to like clean nappies and carry on with normal day routine and and be extraordinary in the ordinary. And yeah, so acting going well, I love it. I would hopefully love to continue doing it way into my latter years um, because people need stories, man. I need stories. I don't know about you, but yeah. I remember going to like the cinema or like watching TV programs and just going like, I want to be like that. Oh, I want to be like that guy. Like, yeah, you know, and, so that, and they can. Stories really can remind you of who you want to be. Um, so I just like to do good work. I'd like great scripts, working with great people who love the craft. And if I can do that, man, I'm happy. Brilliant. Yeah, no, that's that's great. I completely agree. I, I read as well in your in your in previous interview with Vice, um, they asked if you still eat Frosties and you said you never really did. It just wasn't your thing. Yeah. What is your what is your cereal of choice? Gosh, I don't even eat cereal. No. Uh-huh. What do you have for breakfast? Uh, see, I have like a smoothie. Oh, I'm okay. a smoothie sandwich, like like oats with banana and peanut butter and cacao, and blend that, and I'm good. So like oats probably, but if I really had to choose, I was a huge fan of like like I'm trying to remember what they were called, like cocoa pops. Yeah. You know, called Cocoa Pops, but they're like the round. I think they we have them. They call like Nestle. Yeah, I think they're like. You a, know what I mean? They're like a little bowl shape. Yeah, thing. like Nesquik type little kind of thing. Little balls. Yeah, I can't remember what yeah. they're called. But uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, brilliant. Yeah, that would be like a yeah. Oh, amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, thank you for joining uh, us on the Curious Cast. Uh, I do really appreciate it. Is there is there anything else that uh, you'd like to tell the listeners that we didn't cover? anything you'd like to get out of there other than the fact you're not dead other than the fact that i'm not dead i'm alive and well uh what would i like to tell people i'd like to tell people who are potentially struggling with anxiety or depression or yeah body image issues that man like there's no there's no nice way to say this but you've got a long road ahead of you but stick it out because life is really worth living and it's worth living a great life and to remind people of that but there's hope. There's always hope. Amazing. Thank you, mate. Lack of man. Okay. Lack of time. Thank you for joining us, Sven. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope I hope you, you keep doing well. Thank you. You too. And good luck to the rest of the team. Okay. Have a nice day, man. Lack of time. You too, man. Keep okay. well. Thank you. See you. Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> and we're back in the room. Tom, that, that was unbelievable. That was. Unbelievable. <laughs> You've just elevated the Kuros cast yeah, from was. shit to true journalistic integrity that was that's, that's a big jump we skipped yeah. a couple steps yeah there. i almost yeah. feel bad that <laughs> <laughs> like if, if he listens to the rest of the content yeah yeah that what a fucking nice dude what was his name sorry first sven. sven sven if you do listen to this um we appreciate you taking the time yeah. to speak to tom he seemed pretty keen to like ask about the podcast yeah oh. and i felt quite bad but like he seems like such a gen- sven if you are watching you seem like such a nice genuine guy yeah. like he you know he's a big part of like in his church community and he's doing all his talks for kids and stuff. And then here we are just like 
But you know what? Even though this podcast is a bit of fun, a bit irreverent, 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 whatever that word is. (laughs) Good word. We can still use it as a platform for a little bit of good. So, you know, it's good that you've been able to talk to to Sven about some of the issues that... Yeah, that was actually sick. His face. Big up Sven. Yeah. In in all seriousness. Yeah, yeah. that was really unexpectedly wholesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What a lovely man. Tom's been saying uh, for the past like week um, or a a week and a half or something, not to log into our Gmail account, to, to not check it because he's got some a good follow up some good news so but if i would never have been able to guess that that was no, I mean, either. Bring, yeah. no that's sick well, yeah. how would you have guessed the whole, the whole time though that faz is saying something i'm just laughing because your creepy little hand is coming out <laughs> yeah um, i can't get my other one out because we've we've rigged the mic through my arm <laughs> yeah. i've been so excited to like reveal the reveal it for the last week or so like yeah. the interview that i've done um yeah, nice. yeah thank you sven yeah, thank for you very much agreeing you, sven. to be part of the curios cast yeah big up that's actually sick yeah. i feel like we're not good enough for sven no, I that's feel what like, I you, feel know, like. You, yeah. you know when you have that relationship where you know you're punching yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we're punching with sven yeah, we feel like we need to do better we could have a segment ask sven <laughs> You know, going forward. I have to call him every, every <laughs> moment. <laughs> and you just, just call and just ask him about something. Yeah. But no, that's amazing work. That's the best follow-up we've ever had and ever will have. I yeah, think. It, it really is. We've I need to turn this fucking than, smoke machine off. Better than courgettes, really, wasn't it? Yeah. I was, <laughs> one of the other things I was going to fact-check was where the word zucchini came from. And yeah. once, I, once I pulled that out of the bag, I was like, nah, I'm not interested in zucchini. <laughs> no. Can you stop laying your hand on my knee? Please? I'm sorry, it's really uncomfortable. I might just retract it. <laughs> Like a little tortoise going on. That's horrible. Well, yeah, big ups. Um, Great stuff. Yeah. That's the, that's the follow-up. Well, it's the follow-up of all follow-ups. We can't fucking... So that is the wholesome part of the podcast over and done with. And we all return to our normal format of disgusting news. <laughs> well, actually, no. Probably, maybe actually, not no, disgusting. yeah. It's, I'm, on, I'm on the spooky vibe. Spooky. Spooky. I think I should go first. I think I've got a fair amount of battery, but just in case. Because um, as, as surprisingly, I wasn't completely prepared and uh, <laughs> forgot to charge my iPad. Um, other tablets are available, uh, but they're all shit. The, uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? Rob, yeah. We can't afford a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Tom can get one on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So I, I only really got one story, and then I got some real life things to talk about. Some anecdotal, okay, ghouly stories. Do you know what we should do? Because I've got a couple of anecdotal stories. We should maybe have a seg. Little segment about we just discuss our own stories. Yeah, well, I'll do this one first, yeah. and then when I go on to the anecdotal we'll ones, we can yeah, we can back and forth. Um, so mine is like a a thing that I found on Reddit, and I actually actually sounds weird. I actually read it uh, like six years ago, I guess, because it, it was all six years ago. And I looked it up, and I was like, oh yeah. So I mean, it was good few years ago. That I read it, and I just sort of remembered about it. Um, I'm not sure quite. It, I mean, it's, it's pretty long, if the entire thing, so I'm not going to read the entire thing. I'm kind of, kind of going to give you, like, a f- the, the opening for it, and then I'm going to give you, like, some of the highlights. Um, oh, that's the point. Oh, we should have turned... We meant to turn the lights up in that cut, weren't we? Oh, Shall yeah. I, uh, let me do that <laughs> We'll quick. get the lights out. Oh, no. Are we going to do another cut? <laughs> no, we're just, still talking. It's just, Obi-Wan, do you see who's the force oh, to turn the lights up? Oh, yeah, you'd really, think. I should have used the we Hello. <laughs> That's a lot. Brighter. Yeah. So for for everybody watching, I know it's been a little bit smoky and uh, dim, but we're we're getting the lighting sorted. Yeah. And for those now listening, it's just smoky, yeah. now it's just oh, smoky. It's yeah, it's it's bright. Now you can see the smoke even better. It's good isn't with it? uh, with all the light that's there. I can see nothing. 
<laughs> I can see a vague. I think all the smoke is just in your costume now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, the title of this is. Some of you, I'm surprised if none of you have heard of this, um, especially you Reddit lovers. I Faz, might, Faz and I, Tom. There's a good chance I have. Yeah, yeah. potentially. Um, my dead girlfriend keeps messaging me on Facebook. I've got the screenshots. I don't know what to do. I have oh. also read this. Have you heard this? I think I'm, I, I, mm. same as you. I remember reading it mm. a really long time ago. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. I, I don't remember the details. See, I'm a recent redditor, so I like as in within uh, the last two years. I got a thing pop up on Reddit the other day. I've had it for ten years. My wow. Reddit account, oh, yeah. Fucking and that was, big boy. I know. Mr. Reddit. I was 14 years old in that fucking shithole. It's not a good way out. to go. Yeah, no. yeah, you've, <laughs> yeah. It, it's all explained now. Why, mm. why you are. Yeah. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I got off lightly. Yeah, yeah you did. Fucking hell, yeah. All right. Um, big up Reddit. Uh, right. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I'll just read the sort of opening bit and then I'll summarise. I keep getting um, distracted because the front of Faz's costume... Keeps like twitching. <laughs> like the eye hole keeps <laughs> Sorry, I was pressing it from inside. Oh, it is weird hearing Faz very well in my <laughs> headphones. <laughs> and just seeing this fucking, yeah. All right. Um, so tonight's kind of a catalyst for this post. I just received another message and it's worse than any of the others. My girlfriend died on the 7th of August, 2012. So Sorry this was, that. when was this? 2014. Yeah. She was involved in a three car collision driving home from work when someone ran a red light. She passed away within minutes on the scene. We had been dating for five years at that point. She wasn't big on the idea of marriage. It felt archaic, she said, gave her a weird vibe. But if she had been, I would have married her within three months of our relationship. She was vibrant, the kind of girl that would choose dare every time. She was happiest when camping, but a total technophile too. She always smelled like cinnamon. That being said, she wasn't perfect. She always said something on the lines of, if I cark it first, don't, don't just say good things about me. I've never liked that. If you don't pay me out, you're doing me a disservice. I've got so many flaws and that's part of me. So this is for M. The music she liked, the music she said she liked and the music she actually liked were very different. Her idea of attention was a side hug. She had really long toes like a chimpanzee. <laughs> I know that's tangential, but I don't feel right discussing her without you having an idea of what she was like. Onto the meat. M had been dead for approaching 13 months when she first messaged me. Right, and then there's like a first message and he posts screenshots of all of these things. And uh, this is when it first began. I left Emily's Facebook account activated so I could send her the occasional message, post on the wall, go for her albums. It felt too final. And then basically, yeah, like his her account has messaged him just like a couple of weird like words. Um and obviously, it, it fucking freaks him out. But at this point, he, he thinks he's uh, her mum still signed in, so he's like, "Well, that's weird." But maybe it was her, you know, by accident. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Something, yeah. Um, On that, I had a very similar thing happen to me after my grand died. It, her Instagram like liked four or five of my photos, and no. I like freaked out. I was like, what, what the, the fuck? What the fuck is this? But it was because my aunt um, had she was around the house, like cleaning up, uh, getting ready, ready to get stuff out of the house. And was on her iPad, just mm. scrolling through her Instagram, and obviously forgot that she was signed in as my grand. Oh. <laughs> Likes a few photos, but yeah, man, I was shitting my pants. Yeah, I bet that yeah. fucked you up. Oh, see, that's so weird. You say that. I had something similar. I had a friend pass away um, during college, and about a year and a half later, I got a Facebook notification. Uh, sorry, a Twitter notification saying that 
that she tweeted. She hadn't tweeted in a while. And I was like, oh my God, what the hell? Mm. Went onto Twitter and it just turned out to be some like bot account that had, that had got into her, her uh, Twitter profile. And it was one of those like, oh, I had one follower and, and two lost followers today or, or something like that. But uh, it, it freaked me out. Yeah. I wonder how many that, my, uh, times that happens. Yeah, yeah. My, my dad had one where... At least someone, three times then. <laughs> someone he went to school with died. Uh, my dad's like 50 now. And uh, so I guess people die. But like he he died, and then a couple of days later, the his friend's Facebook account requested a life on Candy Crush to my dad. It was oh, like so bleak. He was like, God. my dad was like, oh, I could give him a life. Like uh, but he's dead. Like it was really, really like yeah, yeah. yeah, really fucking bleak. Um, he done it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he was like, yeah I'll save him a life. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> fuck, that's weird. Um, but this is like. Deeper than that, right? So it's like, yeah. um, the, the, the really? First, that was well, as deep as I could go. No, I mean, as in, like, the, what the actual content yeah. she got it clearly wasn't a hack or whatever. Well, obviously, people, not a hack, uh, like a bot or something, people yeah. start posing that idea. Anyway, there's loads of theories, but this weird message you first got was like, but you're not a plaque on a wall. This gives me more closure, even. Fuck, we're nerds. These are all separate sort of lines. I'm still finding your hair ties everywhere. I know, shit. Sorry, this is all shit he's wrote. Excuse that. It starts from here, September 2000. She just messaged hello, and he's replied, who is this? It's really weird receiving messages from Emily's account. And he's like, question mark, question mark. Well, in the future, please send me messages from your account, even if you want to discuss her page. And someone's replied, hello. And he's like, Susan, you're on Emily's account. That's obviously a mum. But this goes on, and there's low, and then it ends up getting really weird shit where, like, just random, like, odd stuff. It gets more than hello, like, Let's hit up something. It's like, like recycling old messages that they chatted on. And like the wheels on the bus. And he's like, wheels on the bus comments from we're discussing songs to plan a road trip that never eventuated. And then like, hello happened a million times. Kept just saying like loads of times which says hello. And then after a little while, Emily started tagging herself in my photos. I'd get notifications oh. for them, but a tag would generally be, always be removed by the time I got to it. The first time I actually caught one, it felt like someone had punched me in the gut. She, he's putting quotation marks, would tag herself in spaces where it's plausible for her to be or where she would usually hang Ooh, out. Weird, isn't it? I've got screenshots oh. of two from April and June. These are the only ones I've caught at the timeline. The pictures are just basically him and then it's like a blank space. Yeah. Like sitting on his bed or whatever, you know, like, and then there's the tag is there. Yeah. Um, so he goes on about, you know, I stopped stopping out of sleep. I was too angry at sleep. And at first he's like, someone's fucking with me, you know, like. Yeah. And he says, like, some of you are wondering why I didn't just kill my Facebook profile, you know, just to get the fuck away from me. And he's like, sometimes I wish I had. But he's like, on days when I can't get out there, though, it's nice having friends to chat. It's nice visiting her page, you know, when the little green circle isn't next to her name. I was already socially reclusive when Emma's Wait, alive. So, so it, it comes up as some, being, being online. online yeah. yeah. Um, her death turned me into something pretty close to a hermit and Facebook and MMOs were slash are my only real social outlets. And then he's like, he's messaged, you know, what, what he assumes is a hacker. Like, why are you doing this? Why do you keep tagging, the, you know, uh, tagging her? It wasn't until I was going over these logs a few months later that I noticed she was recycling my own words as well. And he's like providing some bait to try and get him to chat, and, you know, trying to get more information from him. And apparently he had changed, so he had access to the password and everything. And he had changed the password and security loads and loads of times to yeah. try and like block out any potential hacker or whatever. Um, and again, there's a weird one from her. Another one is just like a load of, he calls it word salad, just a load of like recycled stuff from previous messages. Um, and he's like, Facebook had told me the locations her page had been accessed from, but, but since her death, they're all places I can account for. My home, my work, her mum's house, etc. Um, she's put something, 
uh, yeah, asked Nathan was an in-joke, Tulane were explaining, but seeing her say it again was an absolute fucking crippled me. So she, his account said some fucking like in-joke that they had. My reaction, Weird. yeah. yeah. The last few messages started to scare me, but I wouldn't admit it at this point. Last few messages were like, please stop. I don't know what's happening. Nathan, I don't know what's happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that is Absolutely horrible. That is fucking rank, isn't it? And before that, she said, I don't know. Just, I, just, I said, yo, just ask Nathan. And he's like... Mm. So so he's fairly confident that it's not someone logged into the... Somehow still having access to the account. Well, he started off that way, and then he gets less and less confident of that. So there's this... this these are these weirds on the right... My jumper's in the dryer and it's really cold out. Really cold out. Cold, cold. Nathan, please stop. And then like, these are all separate. Like, cold. Freezing in capital letters. I don't know what's happening. And he said, freezing is the first original word she's, question mark, made. This has given me nightmares that have only started to kick in recently. I keep dreaming that she's in an ice cold car, frozen blue and grey. And I'm standing outside in the warmth, screaming at her to open the door. She doesn't realise I'm there. Sometimes her legs are outside of me. Up, yeah, this is fucking grim. Yeah, like, it's really grim, isn't it? Like, so, is there is there any like end to this? Does he reply nah, to any comments? Uh, or, like, yeah, like or? I read through there's fucking tons of it, and like there's all these people getting deep on the theories, and like and there's one by the other guy that sort of comments, and other people are like, "That's him. He's fucking comment on his own thing. He's a user. Like, his username's this and that. And he's acts fucked up there." And then like someone like retags a different picture. Oh yeah, at one point he sends this fucking picture after he memorializes her page. And then, uh, so you would have thought if a page has been memorialized, then then they doesn't it do something with the logins or something like that, or can someone still log into that account? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember what he said, but basically he heard this noise as he was compiling the um, compiling the post. He says, "Look," and then he fucking he goes on this. He sees this picture then, and it's a picture of like outside his room. Oh, Ooh, that's weird. Like, stop it. Where he is sat on his computer. What, like a stop new it. photo? So the the, the me- it that's sent my daughter, to him, yeah. message to him. He said, "That's my door. That's my computer. It's taken from outside. I got a message three hours ago, but didn't check it until now. I'm on my tablet in my garage. Zen for now. Going to drive to a friend's. Forgot to open the garage door in my panic. So building up the nerve to get out to do that now. And then he doesn't really talk anymore after that. Oh, uh, so it's all sort of gone quiet. Yeah, and then like, oh, loads of people are chatting, loads of people having theories. So spooky though, isn't it? And then yeah, the rest is really just comments and people coming up with theories and. Oh. See, I can't deal with that. I need to have I know. like a definitive conclusion. Well, well, loads of people are like, "Dude, you need to speak to a psychologist." It could be you. Oh, that's what I. Yeah. That's my yeah, theory. It could maybe. be you commenting yeah. to yourself and yeah. don't even fuck it, disassociative state. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, grief, grief can can really wreck you. Well, that's what it's. Mm. It's, it's, it's a funny place, really, isn't it? Like so many yeah. times, you, there's so many people being like really nice to yeah. each other, as well as yeah. like the horrible. There's loads of like really supportive. Like, dude, yeah. I've, I've done this. I've had this problems. You should fucking, you know, you should yeah. try this. And people chat to each other in the comments in a similar sort of vein. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've... Hope if you feel seen, better, man. Really f- sorry for the, you know, all this. I don't know if you've seen... It's, it's quite an infamous post now. Tom, you might have seen it. George, probably not. I um, think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, the carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. yeah, so there was this girl, like a few years ago, a guy, I don't it know. It, I read it as a girl. Because he had a right. girlfriend, I think. Could have been so a lady. it could have been a girl, could but statistically, <laughs> it's, I think it's a guy, especially because it's on Reddit lose, as well. More <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know where to look when you're talking. Yeah. Uh, just, just look in my arm. Just look in <laughs> Mike's eye. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and they posted saying that they think their landlord is like fucking with them um, because they keep finding weird post-it notes around their flat. They said they live alone. Um, nobody apart from the landlord has a has a key or has access to the building, let alone to their in, like actual flat. I think flat. I have vague um, hmm. and memories of this. They, yeah, they were finding like really, really weird notes, like post-it notes, like on the back of their laptop or saying like, oh, um, don't forget to set your alarm for work tomorrow and, and just weird stuff. Um, and it, in the end, it ended up being a, another Reddit user that was like, have you checked your, um, flat recently for your, your levels of like carbon monoxide? Cause they was, cause they were saying how carbon monoxide poisoning can make you go a little bit mental. Yeah. Um, and they did, they bought this reader and their flat was absolutely riddled <laughs> with all of this gas and it was them that had done it. Yeah. yeah. Really? They started, yeah. they started off. Um, sorry for that noise, by the way, isn't it? it was was the, ventilating the smoke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, he was a yeah, cool. it started off that it would just be when he was leaving his apartment it was on like the outside of the door yeah oh and, yeah like yeah. On, on the the not the inside of the flat on the outside of yeah the outside yeah, of the flat like the, 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 the knock side and uh, <laughs> and so he and he so he thought maybe a neighbour or like a landlord or something was putting notes on the door but it was always these really weird yeah. half constructed sentences and then he was like oh that's weird and but it would never be on any of the other neighbours doors or anything and then there was, he bought a camera as well, didn't he? Yeah, he set so, up a camera, hid it in his flat, um, and it was it was um, connected to record direct to his laptop. Um, and then he did an update and he was like, yeah, I've checked, I've checked the logs, but somebody's like physically deleted the file. Like yeah. the camera hasn't not <laughs> oh, recorded, yeah. but like the file just it doesn't exist like, on my laptop or within the recycling bin. So someone's gone in there and yeah. removed it's it. It's all him. Like, yeah. That's yeah, so weird. Yeah, because it was all crazy, like just... a fuck. But yeah, because it started, es- it was escalating like bit by bit. And he was like, first yeah. of all, it was just posted on the outside. And, he goes, and then like they started being in my flat and it was all really weird things that kind of related to my life, but were a bit odd. And then, yeah, that was like the thing where he was like, I'm just going to record it and maybe I'm sleepwalking and he's like, maybe someone's coming in my flat and messing with me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but then like Faz said, the recordings would just be deleted. And he was just like it's fucking mad, freaking it? out. Yeah. And yeah, like Faz said, it, it turns out it was just carbon monoxide poisoning was Jeez. turning him insane. So he so was like... Did he, he have like periods where he couldn't remember stuff? Yeah. Get, so yeah. he had like these massive lapses in his memory. And he probably just thought he was sleeping or something. Yeah. 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 And like hmm. he was... It was like Fight Club. Effectively I wonder like what trying those... to help himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like Fight Club. I wonder what those videos would have showed. You know what would he have been doing in that those periods? Yeah. Probably just him writing, just walking around. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. if, I wonder yeah. if he would have looked normal or whether he would have seemed yeah. like out. Of I it. picture like Paranormal Activity where they're all like standing there and it's like sped up like yeah. ten times yeah. speed and there's doing really weird unnatural movements. Yeah, that's mad though, isn't it? That's mad. Like that that Reddit user, what a shot in the dark. I mean, were they like an expert in carbon monoxide or they they experienced it or? Yeah. I can't remember. I think they were some sort of like contractor or what a builder a, yeah. or something. What I don't know. I might be wrong. Tom might remember mm. a bit better than me. He was the one who was pumping carbon monoxide <laughs> into, the, into the flat. Um, Freak. Freaky. Yeah, my guess about that Facebook thing would be would be that that the not, probably not carbon monoxide. It no. could be, but just that he's so distraught from losing yeah. this yeah. like his girlfriend that he's going insane that was the gem that was the seemed to be the most proposed theory other people like separately proposing and not realizing someone else had proposed it um mm. oh that's yeah. sad though isn't it that's really it sad. Is sad i was fully baited into that as well regardless of my costume and lack of any senses apart from my my hearing right now i, <laughs> I still would have been absolutely yeah. i can like, give her like a very much more skeptical 
answer to it or, just, or just leave it it's as just a spooky. A life of karma. No, go for it. Because, <laughs> well, basically... Uh, it's a ghost. Nah, well, <laughs> it, it, it kind of turns out that it was written on a Reddit post that is called, like, No Sleep Reddit. Oh, so it's okay. And it's, well, it's sort of like, yeah, and, and the idea of the post is, like, they don't have to be true, right. but you sort of widely accept that it's true. Yeah. So it's like and a it's almost pasta. like every, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like a creepypasta. It's, it's like, it's almost like everyone that's, it's weird. It's like, are they all so bought into it that they all were also just like coming up with these theories and that and stuff like, cause they forgot that the Reddit post they're on or just that that's part of the crack. Yeah. That, that they're all kind of getting involved. Like a community and yeah. That's part of the fun of the. Like role playing. They're all, they're all communitively jibbing each other out yeah like and, it, and, and, and but I think also like a load of outsiders ended up getting on it who wouldn't normally not be knowing, on that thread because it, yeah, it got to the main page of Reddit which and that was normally like some huge oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so then I think a load of people saw it who perhaps wouldn't have and then yeah. maybe they all genuinely believed it whereas the started out as loads of people like well we know this kind of probably isn't you know this isn't necessarily oh, true shame. it's meant to be creepy fiction but it's a shame it's a good one though isn't it like, quite yeah. often I look at um, uh, our paranormal on Reddit. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've looked at that for this a few times, yeah. And there's some good ones in there. But again, you don't know whether someone's just making it up or it was a genuine experience, obviously unexplained potentially, maybe not ghosts, whatever. Yeah. But it's just quite interesting sometimes going through that and some good ones in there. Well, talking about that, we can talk a little bit about uh, true life, true, true life, life. Uh, true, our, our real experiences that, yeah. Well, mine, mine didn't happen to me directly, but it's, uh, so when my sister was younger, um, my parents. I think you've told me this. Yeah, one I might have done. So my parents, like it. good one. my parents uh, have lived the the house that I grew up in, like since you know all my all my life um, and all my sister's life. So we were much younger there, but before they lived there, so they've lived there like, well, I don't know, at, at least thirty six years, um, probably like forty years. Um, there was a bloke there who could basically like died in the house. It was like, um, he grew up. And, yeah, I think he died it. Not maybe not physically in the house, but you know, that was the, yeah. the last place he lived. Um, and everyone called him Jonesy, and uh, like Mr. Jones, I assume was his name. Um, and he had like he was really fond of his garden down the end, of, down the end of the garden, and his flowers that he'd grown, roses and stuff like that. And I think there was some the roses there that my mum had kept alive the whole time, they were sort of essentially from his rose patch, and they were just still always been in the garden. Um, and my sister used to always pretend she'd go down in the garden and she'd come back and she'd say, oh, she'd like make believe I played with this and that and met the fairies, yeah. whatever. And she came back in one day and said to my mum, I met, I met, uh, I met Jonesy down in the garden today. <laughs> and my mum was like, what? And she went, yeah. And he, he told me how much he liked the roses. Mm. That's weird. And at that point, so your parents knew <laughs> Jonesy before? They knew of the name him. of this guy. Right. I don't know whether they ever met him, but yeah. the, the neighbours would have known him and, and told Told my parents about him. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So when when my sister said those words, my mum was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? There's no real like. I mean, how how would she have known? Unless it's pure coincidence. You know, like pure maybe she. Maybe she. I don't know. Kids are quite receptive though, aren't they? So maybe she heard people mentioning that name in passing, and just just retained. Never really subconsciously retained it. Or kids are more susceptible to paranormal. How old is she? Like uh, I couldn't tell you. Um, Three or four, maybe. Oh, pretty young then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of age, like young, young, young. Yeah. Um, It's more fun to believe. Well, I got a similar. I think it's a goal. I got a similar one, right? Where. So my dad's dad died when they were younger. So none of us never knew him. 
and uh, we had younger cousins who are just 18 now. So when I was much younger, when I heard this story, so they were like in the cot kind of young. Yeah. And um, they'd never, they, they certainly hadn't seen this yet, as far as I'm aware, but basically they spoke about, they used to say, one of them, I think it was, used to say, granddad comes to visit us. Mm. They used to say, granddad comes to visit us. And I'm like, okay. Assuming they're talking about the one that was alive, you know, the other granddad. And eventually they say, no, nah, other granddad. No, like, all right. And then they said stuff like, he tells us about the boats and tells us about things like that. And he used to be in the Navy. So everyone was a bit like, oh, that's a bit weird. And then one day when he went round there, man, he went, it's granddad, and pointed straight at a picture of him. It's mad, isn't it? That's yeah. weird. It's got to be a ghost, <laughs> surely. So I like those those little family stories. Yeah, go, and, I mean, what, what can you... It's what, also possible. If I ask someone to tell me that story again, it might not be exactly as I remember <laughs> yeah. it. You know, because yeah. in my head, yeah. I've... Both of those, perhaps. Embellished, but, it? Yeah, yeah. I love them. I've got mm. so many, I've got loads, loads of them. Oh, go on, give us give us a couple, um, and then we'll go into your stories, and then we get like this yeah, segment. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got a couple that have happened to me, um, and then there's some family, a family one as well. So, the most recent one involves my gran again. So, the, she died two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, and on the night that she so she passed away in the morning, and then in the evening, um, Lynn and I were going around to my parents' house for for dinner we were just going to go around there and just build together and as we left Stanford Stanford uh, you know the uh, the funeral there's a funeral home in Stanford La Hope and the way that we drive out of Stanford La Hope passes the funeral home which was the funeral home with the chapel of rest so where my gran was yeah and as we passed the funeral home I've actually got a video of it but unfortunately I haven't got it downloaded as we passed the but it can be on we could put it up. We can put yeah. it on the YouTube video. Exactly. So as we passed the Chapel of Rest and we was driving down the road, a leaf fell down onto the onto the, the, the windscreen, the car windscreen, and upside down, the way it landed in the shape of the, the, the leaf, it landed and with the light coming through the from the street lamps, made a perfect heart. Like I'm talking about like if you drew a heart, it was perfect. Oh. And it was on this, so it'd be on the dashboard. Obviously, as you're driving through, the light would go in and out. And then, as soon as we left Stamford and turned away from the, where this chapel of rest was, it blew off and just flew back towards Stamford. Mm, very nice. Which is weird. That, you is know, weird, that, could, yeah. that, that could be just total coincidence. Yeah. I like to think that it's something a bit more, but yeah. it's just like quite a strange little thing. Okay. But then linking on from that, so in the next few days, so over a week, my parents kept hearing these weird noises in the house uh they've got their landing is very uh you can just tell when someone's walking across the landing and you get used to who's who you know where you can tell your dad's coming up the stairs or yeah. whatever so um they could hear this, these footsteps across the landing going into my sister's room and it, there was no there'd be no one up there um and they've been saying about it for a, a few days and one night i went around there and was always sitting in the living room and i could just hear as though someone got up off of my sister's bed onto the, you know, stood up and then shuffled out into the landing and then all the way in, across the landing into my other sister's room. You could just hear it. I was just sitting there and I thought someone was upstairs, but there was no one up there. It was just me, my mum, my dad uh, and my one of my sisters in the house. Um, See, my friends used to say shit like that and I, my instant reaction was this, surely it's just next door. Like you quite often hear yeah, next yeah, door, but, but I mean, from upstairs. So next door, or maybe like a bird got in or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, you, our, it's a, a semi-detached house, right? So 
uh, growing up, you could hear next door, like the uh, lady next door going up and down the stairs. Yeah, and you again, get used you to what that used, sounds you like. You get used yeah. to those sounds. Um, and like I say, the, the landing is, there's certain planks of wood on the landing that you just, I just know when someone stood on that plank of wood because it's just different. Mm. Um, so it was definitely a noise upstairs. My dad, because my dad used to work offshore and he just got yeah. back from working offshore. My mum had been hearing these noises and she, she like, sat up and said, look, can you hear that? And he, like, we were sitting there, and at first he said, "Yeah, I don't know. It could be the, you know, it could be the, uh, the, the next door, or, or just a noise like the wood creaking or whatever." And he thought maybe it was a bird up in the loft, um, yeah. wasn't it? But we were sitting there, and then we heard the noise go back from my other sister's room, back across the landing, and back into my other sister's room, and then and then it went, um, and then they, they heard it for maybe about four or five days after that, and then it went disappeared. Talking to mysteries that go on in uh, the family home. Oh yeah, good, yeah, good talk about. <laughs> so just to lighten the mood quickly, there's a there's oh mystery. yeah, yeah. So my 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 family probably will not appreciate me talking about this on the podcast. It's amazing. So we need some like Reddit theories on yeah. this one. Yeah. And you should put is, this on Reddit actually. Yeah, yeah. So. This is real life. This is not. Yeah, this, uh, is, completely this is not real. spooky. Yeah. You know, nonsense yeah. or anything. This is. Nonsense. This is completely true. This is a predicament currently going on in George's house. <laughs> yeah. um, so it was about a month, maybe a month and a half ago. Reckon about two months, mm. month and a half. Uh, one night I went round to my parents' house. Um, we was just sitting, sitting down, and you know, just chilling out, watching TV or whatever, and then. My mum turns around to me, um, you know, about an hour into me being around here and went, oh, uh, the other day, George, I, um, we found a poo on the side of the bar. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, fans, you haven't heard this. Yeah, I love the fans no. haven't heard this. You this not heard the story I'm yet. going in dry. What is this? So she was like, there's a poo on like the top of the bath, so like not inside the bath, but on the, on the top edge. I was like, what? What do you mean a poo? And she went, yeah, there's a little... It was about like this bit, maybe two inches for people. <laughs> like, a little poo. A little nug. A little nugget. I was like, That's, what, what, what are you talking about? And she went, yeah, yeah. So like in the morning, well, she said actually, sorry, that the poo was had slid down the side of the bar. So there was like a little trail. Um, so they, she was like, right, what is this? So I asked her about it. And she uh, then, when she found it, obviously was like, what the fuck? There's a little poo on, on the side of the bar. What is this? Spoke to, um, so in the house, it was my mum, my dad, and my two sisters, and then their two boyfriends were around as well. So she spoke to my sister and said, look, there's a poo in the, on the side of the bath. What, do you know anything about it? And they said, <laughs> they said no, no. Like my, my sister Molly said, no, no uh, nothing at all. She asked her boyfriend, who I think he was asleep at the time, so she, or maybe like just waking up, so he was a bit groggy. And he's naturally quite loud. like He's quite exuberant. So she asked him... Um, I, yeah, there was a poo on the side of the bar. Do you know anything about it? And he's like, what? What are we talking about poo? And apparently like, the, window, the, window, the window was open and like, so the, half the street could probably hear this going on. And then my mum asked my other sister's boyfriend, uh, do you know anything about it? And he said, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that last night. Um, oh, I saw evidence. that last night yeah. on the top of the bath. So it had slid down what? in the night. And just left it. I like, didn't mention it. I didn't mention his poo to anyone that in the house. Oh, I think he's the most likely suspect. Yeah, he's got who would leave? But why a would he? Turd. And why would he? But but who puts it there? So like, so like, did, did you do it by accident though? I don't know because how volatile are you shitting? So yeah. you know, you know the James is. And like the size of the poo. 
but it must have been quite a solid, a solid, like a solid nug to be so, able to be sat there. Yeah. So my, so my dad has chimed in with his theories. Um, <laughs> it's definitely not the dog. Like they've got a small cockapoo. Well, that um, sounds like the dog. She can't get up onto the bath. You know, it's too too high to get on onto the bath, and she doesn't do poos. Just like a little nug. They don't look like. Um, <laughs> so he reckons that. It's some sort of bird has got in through the window and done a bird. poo. I love this theory. You said out. this earlier. There's yeah. no way a bird does yeah, a poo like that. Birds have like liquid no. shit. They do have liquid shit because they're pooing it. Birds poo and wee comes out in. It's like a yeah. grey, grey sort of brown colour apparently. Grey. But my dad, my dad's convinced that it's a bird. Maybe it's him. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to cover his tracks. Cover his shit. I thought tracks. your mum just came to you and asked you as well. Like, yeah, like, did you do a poo on the bath, George? Sorry, Faz. What did you say? So yeah, this is the mystery going on in my my parents' house at the moment. No one knows who's done or what's done this. Never gonna know. Oh, what is excellent! My dad reckons maybe it was a mouse or a rat or something. It makes more sense. He should have kept it for poo analysis. I know. This is this is why my mum is under suspicion. I think they do this on Always Sunny. They do. Someone does a poo in the bed. Who done a poo in the bed? Because my mum got rid of it straight away. She like like Jack the Ripper. So your mum's under suspicion. Yeah, they yeah. wash the, the feet away. She's she's covered it up. Yeah. So maybe it was maybe it was her. Um, Good lord. Yeah. So that's that's the mystery. Obviously, I'll update you if anything does change. I, I love highly it. doubt we'll yeah, ever find we, out. Who could the, we get uh, a Sven esque follow up? <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll FaceTime my parents. You need to do it like a, yeah, like a witness interrogation yeah. with every yeah. member of the household. Yeah, like yeah. that fucking um like. You see that thing with the dick drawings? You see that thing yeah. on Netflix? Oh, yeah, American yeah. Vandal. Yeah. yeah, you need to do like a poo. Yeah, do a sequel. Do like a poo. serious. It was about poo, wasn't it, or something? It yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Or maybe that was the first one. No, the, the the first season, someone draws dicks on all the cars. Right, yeah, the sequel the was the... The sequel is... The laxatives. They laxatives in yeah. like right, school okay. dinner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's that. Um, that's all it is, really. It's mystery poo. Brilliant. I mean, I think it's probably a mouse. Um, yeah. Because I used to have, when I was younger... But they don't they do, like, tiny, yeah, tiny, 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 tiny little droppings. Maybe it's a big mouse. I mean, they live in, like, a semi-rural sort of area. Constipated mouse. Rat they... poo isn't grey, either. I'm pretty sure rat poo is, like, black. Isn't it, like... Yeah. Does it go grey after a certain amount of time? Like, dog shit. Like, if it's left in a park for ages, it goes that white yeah, colour, right? Yeah, but you've got to pass yeah. a lot of I thought time. that was an ill dog. I didn't know it was poo that was oh, left no, there. Oh, no, it's very old. It's like chocolate. When chocolate goes off and it goes all like Oxidises. Yeah. I did a white poo when I was younger. <laughs> I was, yeah, when I was really, really young. I was I was ill. I don't know what was wrong with me. And I did a white poo. So that, I'll always remember that. What, yeah. like pure white? It was fucking white. Yeah, it was like you chalk. Sure it wasn't like a, a bit of chalk that you nah, ate? No, no, no. Is did, that I, why you I was ill? Also, you I ate did, chalk? Yeah, no, I did also have multicoloured poo once when I ate paint. What? Legit, oh, I, okay. I ate a load of paint and my poo came out multicoloured. But no, that I, is absolutely not true. No, 100% that's true. <laughs> I do not believe I'm, you. I'm going to get my... What colours? I'll film my mum telling you that story. Because right. um, you can believe her. I, I can't remember what colours. like the colour of paint. Like I ate... A, a, Shit, I'd have painted my poo came out. I reckon <laughs> you pulled that poo out of the toilet, gave it a little painted it, and yeah. popped it back in. No, but the, and the white poo, yeah, I don't remember what's wrong with me, but fucking chalky it's white. Chalky. <laughs> that is. So I think mega. when you see those dog yeah. poos, I, I think it's a, an ill dog. I don't know where it's gone white. No, I think that's one of your kinsmen. When I was younger, <laughs> when I was a lot younger, I remember it was Christmas Day. Fucking thing looking at me. Christmas Day, right? Um, went out in the garden, and this was before I'd really figured out about furry poos. And like, Sorry. <laughs> you know when a dog poo goes furry? No, what? That's what you're just talking about, right? It goes either grey or it goes like, furry. No, you ever seen we a furry poo? About I think furry poos are a fox's poo. Yeah, so but oh. they don't they don't they're not I know what you mean, yeah. They don't come out furry, but they turn furry. 
I didn't know that. Oh, I was thought yeah. they came out for it. Yeah, I've, I've... No, but anyway, so I, I went out in the garden <laughs> and I saw this, like, thing. And I thought, what is that? I don't know what that is. So I, I touched it. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, grabbed it and I thought, oh, oh it's poo. <laughs> so, and then the rest of that Christmas day, you know when you can just, even though you wash oh, your you hands, feel like, don't oh, feel clean. Yeah, yeah. And oh. yeah. I feel, I feel like it's like, it still it's like and... the blood on Lady Macbeth's hands. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that was horrible. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think it's a mouse because we always used to have mice in the house uh, when I was younger. Um I remember like one died under my floorboards one summer oh. and my dad was like, well, I'm not oh, ripping up the floorboards to get it. So we're just going to have to wait for it to like rot. Stop. And it, so stop oh, Christ. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. That is awful. Um, but yeah, what, so what, what, what a choice by dad. Like, that's, such a, that's such a dad choice. <laughs> I'll oh, fucking leave that. One of my floorboards <laughs> did lift up. So I was like, well, that, that lifts up. So you might as well just like pull them all up. But, but I guess you don't know where it is, right? I guess, you can sort yeah. of Pull the whole floor up, before yeah, you get to and it. you only knew because you could smell it. Yeah, and both my sisters, or well, all of our floors actually, I didn't have any um, carpet in there. Yeah, it was just like a wooden floor, but they had like holes in the wood. Like there was sometimes like a a natural hole in the bit of wood. Mm. So my dad just got a load of gaffer tape and said I taped all that, or gaffer taped all the holes up to try and keep the, the smell out. <laughs> well, apparently yeah. anything big enough for a, you can see a pencil through, a mouse can get in. Yeah, yeah, really? the skeletons go yeah. real like squishy together. Like an yeah. and a lot of it's obviously fur. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, if, if anything what does world? come of it, I uh, you know please update us with your journalistic integrity, yeah. George. Yeah, <laughs> taking mine away from me. I may have got a first in journalism, but all it takes is a man dressed in a Spider-Man outfit <laughs> to, to take it away from me. Yeah. Um, I'll, right. I'll just tell you one last story. Come on in. So, yeah, um, I'll probably remember more later on. But so this is the only time I've ever seen something which is like weird. What's that noise? That's the GoPro, that's fine. Sounds like the GoPro's stopping recording, doesn't it? Carry on. Um, so when I, my uncle used to live in Harrogate in Yorkshire and they lived in this big Victorian house. It's like a three or four story house. Yep. And um, when I was, uh, I mean, when we used to go and visit, we'd always stay up in this top room, uh, like the old servant room or whatever. Um, and one, one, I can't remember whether it was summer or winter or whatever, but it was in the garden. And I looked up and there was a lady up in the... I could see a lady up in the top room, so the room where we always used to stay. And she looked like she had a weird hat on. Um, so it made made her look like she's got like... Um, yeah, her head was just like big around here. Like Princess Leia. Yeah, almost. Yeah, it was like <laughs> a little cap or something. Yeah. Um, oh, we've no doubt, Tom. Oh, has the, has the GoPro gone off? SD card full. No, oh, no. I keep going. I can remedy that while we keep while we keep chatting. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I saw this this woman up in the top room, um, and I said to my uncle, I saw a like a lady up in the in the top room, um, and he was like, oh, "That's weird," because my one of my cousins who was quite young at the time, he was probably only about four, maybe six or four or five, something like that, old enough to sort of talk and yeah. like, don't really know babies and kids when they start talking <laughs> properly. But he'd said to my uncle uh, a few days before, a week before, that he'd seen a lady up in the top room with dog oh, ears. Ooh, dog ears. Yeah, and oh. they reckon it was the hat that made her look like she's got dog ears. Yeah. Um, so that was weird. I definitely saw definitely saw something up in that room. You hear it a lot with kids, don't you? Huh? You hear it a lot with uh, about kids. Kids, yeah. yeah. This weird shit, like saying this stuff. And is it like, like you say, is it that they're, they're more susceptible to it, to just subconsciously hearing something, or is yeah. it that they're more open to things that we close our minds to? 
don't, I don't know. It's weird though. I know. I know what I saw. And there was definitely a woman up in that top top window. A dog woman. Yeah. Spooky. That is spooky. Yeah, it's just weird. And like the the um in their house, I never the the, the middle landing. Obviously, before you go up to the very top floor. Yeah. I always hated being on that middle landing. Like I used to just run. Like bottom floor fine, and then <laughs> yeah. any other floor is fine. But the middle land, not in the one with the like the room where I saw no, the woman the one below it. Um, I just hated it. It just felt like weird. The rest of the house was fine, but I just didn't like it. It's yeah, strange. Trash. Yeah, I remember when when I was a kid, I used to. Oh, I was convinced my house was haunted. Um, like uh, the house that I currently live in, I've lived in all my life, and uh, I was just convinced that the corner of my bedroom where like the wardrobe was was like um was haunted yeah uh i remember whenever i was once i was old enough to be at, in at the home on my own for like short amounts of time like maybe when i was like i don't know what like 13 14 or something mm. um and like my parents would go out for like just to pick up my brother or something like that and i would um i'd be home alone and i've got a vivid memory of me like being at home like downstairs playing on the nintendo wii and like being convinced I heard someone walk upstairs. Yeah. And it's kind of like being frozen, just standing in my living room, just not able to move. Yeah. And uh, until someone got home and I would like let them go upstairs first or something. Yeah. And I remember like, I remember being in bed and like really needing a piss as a kid when I was like seven or eight, but I just didn't have it in me to like, get out of bed because I, yeah, I was convinced yeah. I was going to get eaten or something. <laughs> and uh, So I just held it in like till the morning or something. It's good bladder uh, training though. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I, again, like, it's weird how you just kind of like grow out of it, I guess. Like yeah. now I'm I'm in the house all the time and I don't ever think that there's haunt, it's haunted. And I don't seem to hear it anymore either. Yeah. I don't know if like when you're a kid, when, like now that you're an adult, like when you hear little sounds like that, you're just not bothered by it. Well, I guess you yeah. can rationalise it, can't you? Yeah, yeah, like you just, you know that like, like you said, like wood just expands and makes noises and stuff like that. Like things yeah. do creak and there are noises. So you just kind of rationalise it and you're like cool with it. Yeah. But um, yeah, or only kids can hear ghosts. Oh, no, see, yeah. see I'm, a, I'm a huge sceptic. So I, I'm just kind of thinking like, well, kids kids sensationalise a lot of things, don't we? Like now yeah. when I get home and it's dark, I just think there's a murderer in my house. Mm. I don't think it's a it's ghost. It's like a different type of thing. <laughs> yeah, because you're more, yeah. you think that's more likely. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there are ghouls anymore. I think someone's broke in. <laughs> it's just Reese. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. And then you realise, yeah, it is cool. Yeah, that's even scarier. <laughs> but I don't, yeah, it's weird. Like my my sisters are convinced that my parents' house is haunted, but I mean, I feel, I never yes. feel fine there. Idiots. Like my sister <laughs> one, <laughs> my sister once, um, she uh, she was downstairs in the kitchen, and she says, I mean, I was everyone else was in bed, um, and I think I was at work actually, so I came back and I heard about it. So. Um, she said that she heard someone knock on the window, of the kitchen window. So she was fucking shitting herself, thinking that there's someone out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she like froze behind the, the the fridge, which was like away from the window. And then uh, in my parents' house, there's a, there's a, a window by the front door, but that that door uh, window opens out onto a uh, not the back garden, but like a side access behind a locked door. So she hid behind this the fridge, and the window is like where you are now, and there was a knock on that window as well. Like, and then she obviously shit herself and ran upstairs. There was no one there, but if there was someone there and it was just a person, they would have had to have jumped over like a like a 
probably a seven foot door yeah. and like wall to get there quickly and then knock on the window. Um, and she's convinced she heard it. Obviously, I, I can't like verify that, but pretty weird, right? Yeah, pretty weird. But I mean, they've weird. got a dog, and they always say that like, dogs pick up ghoulies and ghosts. And yeah. she's like, she's not bothered. Dog seems anything. fine. Yeah. yeah. Although she does poo on the bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get to well, about that... You got your stories. Yeah, I can. I can jump jump straight into mine if you want. As we're in the George vibe. Um. Yeah, sorry, mine are a bit more serious because I I actually like talking about um, like ghost stories and all that sort of stuff. I, yeah, I you really, love it. I just enjoy it. I could I could do yeah. episode after episode just talking about like ghost stories, even if they're not true. I like the mystery surrounding it. You know. Yeah, we've got a good mix of some serious. Yeah, we'll go to Tom next. Some, to, yeah, uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what I've done, I've I've um, uh, taken a few classic stories from when i was younger i used to uh, Sorry, no, no. just every now and then i look over and i just see this yeah just, i keep yeah. i keep my if I, if I just laugh at something that's not funny yeah, it's yeah. because just, i've looked at fans yeah <laughs> um so when i was younger i spent a lot of time in our local library um where my sisters would go to dance class whatever and my mum just leave me in the library and i always used to uh, after a while i found out figured out where all these ghost books were and I used to love finding these ghost books and just shitting myself up reading about like these stories. Right, right yeah. And there was always a few that were in all like every single ghost book that I ever found. So I've, I've picked a, a couple of those for you just to, um, yeah, just to bring it up. I don't know whether they're true. Um, a lot of them you could probably debunk quite easily now, but you know, back in the whenever seventies, eighties, early two thousands, maybe not so. So the first one uh, that I'm going to talk about is. Quite a famous one. Uh, you've probably heard of it. It's called the Enfield Poltergeist. Have you heard of anyone heard of that? No. no. So you know um, the Conjuring Two. Yes. It was. This is what that was sort of semi based on. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I know. Um, yeah. Obviously, in that film, I think there was like a nun and shit in there. Mm. It? But I don't think any of that was actually from. It's added some, quite a bit. Yeah. So the Enfield Poltergeist um, is a is a claim of supernatural activity. Which happened in nineteen between nineteen seventy seven and nineteen seventy nine in Enfield, uh, North London. So and it involved two sisters, eleven and thirteen. Um, there was, I think, there was a few other kids in the house as well. But like the the main sort of things that are talk, spoken about are about these two girls. And essentially, what it was, uh, it started out as noises and bangs that the girls kept saying to their mum, "We can hear things moving and you know bumps in the night and." Uh, they kept saying they couldn't sleep because their beds were being pulled or like the wardrobe would rattle. And um, eventually the, the mum saw the wardrobe like jump forward. She said that you know, one night the girls uh, woke her up and said, like, it's happening again, the wardrobe keeps moving. She went into the room and she could see uh, this wardrobe rattle. So uh, in August 1977, single parent Peg- Peggy Hodgson, she called police to a rented home in Enfield uh, after claiming she'd witnessed furniture moving and that two of her four children had said that knocking sounds were heard on the walls. Uh, so they said it was sounded like it was coming from both sides of the wall and also the ceiling as well. Um, so the police came down. So uh, uh, the, the police did come round after the uh, a neighbour. So she'd also spoken to a neighbour who went in and heard these things and saw these bits of furniture move. Mm-hmm. So they were both like, what the fuck? Like, what else do we do? Phone the police. Police came round um, and saw 
furniture moving. So the police constable made a statement. I've actually got the audio of this policewoman making a statement. I want to hear that. Um, which I will play for and you. This is legit, more. like. Yeah, it's legit. It's, it, there was a documentary, a documentary made by like Channel Four about ten years ago, I think, and it's got everything in it. There's some other audio that I can play to you as well. Um, so I'll just pr- quickly pr- play the uh, policewoman. I'm actually have nightmares tonight. I'm fucking scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very long. It's only like sort of twenty seconds long. Uh, the audio quality might not be great, so apologies uh, in advance if it's not great. Uh, but I can always sort of adjust that, and we can maybe find some way of. Well, I can drop. I can drop it actually in. Yeah, just play yeah. it so we can hear it. Maybe a half inch, I should say. And I saw it slide off to the right, about three and a half to four feet, before it came to rest. Um, I checked to see whether or not it could possibly have slid along the floor. I placed a marble on the floor to see whether or not the marble would um, go in the same direction as the chair did, and it didn't, it didn't roll at all. Um, I checked for wires under the cushion of the chair, and I could find no explanation at all. So... She's made a, a statement on camera. It seemed like something out of Garth Marini's Dark Place. It's weird, <laughs> isn't it? Like, it always, when you look back at old stuff like that from the seventies, it just seems weird. Now, to me, I think. I mean, probably the yeah, yeah, creepy yeah. music underneath helps. Yeah. But. So, so she made a statement to say that she did witness uh, this chair be thrown across the room with no sort of apparent cause. So, it, it, she wrote that in an official police statement. Yeah. So, and she, she, that was a. a I think it was a BBC interview or a Channel 4 interview as well. So she's, she said it. Mm. Um, and then, so it continued. Um, and then over a period of 18 months, it just carried on, carried on. They got the uh, particular newspaper involved um, to document it as well. Um, so more than 30 people, including neighbours, psychic researchers and journalists, um, have reported seeing heavy furniture moving of its own accord, objects being thrown across a room, and also report that the daughters seemed to levitate slightly off of the ground uh, on occasion as well. Um, many also were heard and recorded knocking noises and also a gruff, gruff voice. So the gruff voice um, is reportedly... So after a while, a psychic researcher called Morris Gross went in. So he's from this uh, Society for Psychical Research, which back in the 70s, I think it still exists now, but they they, they uh, existed to debunk um, reported hauntings. Okay. So, did we speak about the about Borley Rectory on one of the a long time ago on one of the podcasts? I'm not sure. Not which one I remember. And I think I, I said that it, there was a lodger there, and they, they was having an affair, and like she'd faked some of the um, activity to cover up the fact that she was having an affair. All right. Okay. So this Society for Psychical Research debunked some of the stuff from there, so they just made it their sort of mm. mission to to go around and just debunk it. So two of these researchers went to uh, the house, and they stayed there for. I think quite a long time, probably about like 12 months, um, just documenting what's going on. So um, they reported whistling and barking noises coming from one of the girls in the uh, in the, in the the house. I think it was the, the, the older girl. Um, and she started to like make weird noises and not really know she was doing it. And her like behavior started to change and stuff. So both of them have said that they, um, they said that the haunting was genuine. They, like their report was that, it was unexplained. There was no like foul play, uh, uh, you know, with the with the thing. Um, also, Ed and Lorraine Warren visited the uh, the house, who the Conjuring was based on. They, they were like two famous American yeah. uh, 
uh, paranormal investigators. Yeah, I remember the film. Um, so they, they visited the house as well, and they also said they believed something was in the room. Um, now, on on that point... I mean, they're about to say that, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> so on that point... Um, the old fucking mate you go around, uh, <laughs> what's his name from... The channel, the, the sky thing. Derek Akora. Yeah, yeah. Derek Akora. That's it. <laughs> what, what, what's the famous thing he says? That's like the the meme. Like well, um, the Wendy. I'm looking for dick. That's it. I'm looking for dick. Yeah. So, on the uh, there was a, a gruff voice I mentioned earlier. So uh, after a while, the the one of the girls started to talk in like a really really low pitched gruff voice. That um, after a while they tested her. And if she did it for as long as she was doing it, she would have damaged her vocal cords. And there was no damage to her vocal cords at all. And I've got a recording of her in oh, this gruff voice as well. Oh. Um, now, the, the, the voice um, said that its name was Bill and it lived in the house before uh, this family had moved in. Mm. Um, and over time, like they spoke, spoke to the girl, but obviously were speaking to Bill, like this, whatever it was. Uh, and they asked for more information. Um, you know, started out one of the researchers just speaking to the uh, to the ghost, um, which I'll play for you now, just to introduce you to Mister Spooky Ghost. And then there's another bit where another uh, researcher asked the ghost how he died, and he and he responds, and I'll play that in just a second. Um, but this is the first one here. There we go. Then I said, I challenged it to talk. Let me hear you say my name. That's not my name. Nice. Now, say Dr. Bell. Come on. Come on, say it. Oh, he's Dr. Bell. So... It starts out as just like gruff, like uh, anyone anyone could be sort of doing that, I guess. You know, it's not it's not really conclusive, is it? So after a while, they were just they were convinced it must be her doing this, um, you know, just making it up or whatever. Um, but like I say, they asked they asked the uh, they asked her or the, the the ghost, this Bill, for information about how he died, uh, and then Bill replied. So I'll play you this next audio clip. Oh, um, now. The, the, um, after this was uh, obviously came out, the uh, previous owner of uh, or, or uh, the previous owner's son came forward, and I can hear sniggering coming from inside. <laughs> <laughs> I think, fact, are you blowing your nose in there? She's just laughing. No, oh. <laughs> um, so the previous owner's son came forward and, and listened to the tape and said, "That's exactly how my dad died in that house." He's that that is how he died and his name was Bill he, he lived in the house before stop it so uh, you can, I'll leave that you know you can you can take that no. as, as whatever um, I'm going to play the audio of the of the, of no. the ghost I want to see what's happening with Janet I want to see if her mouth is moving what her face looks like I thought I will look through the crack in the door and just at that very moment it said to me I thought that's pretty impressive I've had my mind read there, so I thought I would ask it some questions about what I what I thought might inform me about what a ghost was or a poltergeist was. I want you to tell me whether you remember what happened to you when you died. I went blind. Then I had an hemorrhage and I fell asleep 
and I died in a chair in a corner downstairs. This really was undeniably an old man's voice. Certainly not the voice of a of an eleven-year-old girl. Was buried in a nearby cemetery and had lived at the house before the Hodgsons right. moved in. Yeah. Sorry, that's fucked up there. But basically, the, the last bit of that um, <laughs> that thing was this the, on the video was the son listening to the audio, and he says, "Yeah, that that is how my dad died. Like his mum had gone out to the shops and came back, and he, he was dead. He'd had a gone blind, had a hemorrhage in the in the chair." Uh, in the living room. I say a very good hoax for back in the 70s or... Yeah. But so, I mean, you could have said anything in the 70s. No yeah. one cared about fact-checking. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, you just don't... You don't know. It's an element of mystery, which is why I like it. You know, yeah. it could be could be true. It could be fake. Now... It's um, creeping me out wherever it is. I'm glad I didn't get high before this one. I'll be fucking... I'll, <laughs> I'll be out of here. So when I was, again, when I was younger, I remember... Uh, it was 2006, I think, 2005, where this... Um, in, uh, documentary came out and they played that audio and it was on at about like half 11 at night and I was I can't remember I was probably at, maybe it was earlier because I was quite young I was probably only about 12 or 13 and I couldn't sleep for <laughs> yeah, I bet you about couldn't. two weeks yeah, you know fuck. I was convinced that is a fucking go- like, it's yeah, that would have fucked me up yeah um, but they it's did, fucked me up now <laughs> <laughs> but so they did they have um, admitted to faking some of the uh, the stuff to trick these two paranormal paranormal investigators, no. and the sisters. <laughs> not not all everything, but they they they've said that they, they used to hide things. They used to hide some of their equipment. Uh, they used to throw spoons without them seeing them throwing spoons. But they got caught a few times actually doing it. And in the report, the the two reporters do say we you know we caught them faking quite a lot of stuff. But there's some stuff that we can't um you know we can't explain. Uh, they. The, the, the girls did say the reason they did it is just to just to wind them up because they were living there yeah, for a you year. would weren't you if, yeah. like yeah. a whole year of people like watching you and stuff you would fuck with them yeah like, I suppose yeah fucking throw a spoon yeah <laughs> <laughs> although I will say I, a few years ago my mum dragged me to watch Psychic Sally of Sky One fame oh yeah uh, at the Cliffs Pavilion in South End and um Sally is a lovely lady and I, I, you know, I've already said I'm a massive sceptic, but I, I fully believe that she believes this. Um, and we went in and, and to be fair, like the first one was, well, one was really, really specific, like weirdly specific. And she was like, a spirit has joined me on the stage. Um, he says, this is his name, whatever. Um, and he died in a car crash. And this girl that was sitting in the same row as we were in the stalls, she was like, oh my God, and like put her hand up. She'd been involved in some sort of car crash. Um, and that was the guy's name. And Sally was like, yeah, and this happened and this many cars were involved and he had this colour car. And it was all like spot on. And we were all like, oh, that's creepy. And then after the interval, it was literally nothing. It was like an hour and a half of just sitting there. And suddenly went, oh, this guy, this guy has joined me. He's got a, a heart tattoo that says like Bubba or something written across it. And no, and it was just, people were just sitting in silence. And then she added like another detail. And then because people were so desperate to like have some sort of connection, they were like raising their hands and were like, Oh, um, my nan had a tattoo that said Bubba, but Sally was getting like obviously annoyed, and she yeah. like, and she was like, "No, I've said it's a man," and they're like, "Oh, sorry," and like sat back down, and that went on for about twenty five, yeah. thirty minutes. See, that's funny because you normally expect them to go, "Right, I'm getting it wrong. It is a nan." Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what? She just had a crop. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we we spoke about um, psychics a long time ago, Rob. When I'm we, sure we, in did. fact, when we were. Um, I think it was after the first recording of the very first episode of Curious Cast. Do you remember we spoke about that 
guy who debunked uh, the, the the famous psychic in the US, James oh. Randi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was the guy's name? Love a bit of James Randi. Peter, Peter Popoff, Popoff. Yeah. and he was yeah. be, being fed information by the by his uh, wife. By his radio. Wife. And they, did yeah. they tap into the radio frequency or something? Yeah, they tapped in radio frequency. You can hear it, and she's going, "PD, if you can't hear me, you're in trouble." Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And and they just basically got him to to fill out prayer cards. Yeah. With everything that's wrong with them, and she's sitting there fucking reading. Yeah. Going, his wife's out in the back room being like. Call out this name. Yeah, and you've, they've you've, got a relative with this name. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Anne's yeah, got yeah. a bad hip, and he's going so, Anne, I've bad got, hip. <laughs> I suppose it wasn't like, like evangelical preaching. Evangelical healing, yeah, so yeah faith I, healing. Yeah. I went and saw Darren Brown about six, seven years ago. Yeah, and um, he was on stage, and he was saying people who say they can speak to the dead, mediums, all that bullshit. He goes, "It's all fake." He goes, "It's not true. They're scam artists." And he goes, "And I'm going to prove that they're fake." By doing it. He goes, mm. I can't speak to the dead, but I'm going to do exactly what they do. And then he went, he, and he said, um, he went, the first 30 people up on stage, you, I'll, I'll do it to you. So everyone just fucking gets up and runs. Yeah. So there's no way they could have like, yeah. you know, planned the first 30 yeah. people yeah. to get there. Yeah. Like someone who wasn't in on it would get there like within the first 30, yeah. right? So it's not like he's pointing at people in the crowd. Yeah. And he was going through every single person and some of them he would be like pretty brief on, but they'd still get quite specific facts. And some he would, he'd be like, he would, oh, my, oh, my, what's your name, mate? And he'd be like, oh, Dan, and he'd be like, oh, Dan, uh, um, your, your granddad's here on stage with me, like, your granddad. And then he'd like look to the crowd and be like, he's not really on stage. He's fucking <laughs> dead. And then, he would, and then he'd be like, your granddad, his name was, his name was Roy, Roy. And then he'd be like, yeah, Roy. And then he'd be like, uh, yeah, Roy's telling me, he's not really, because he's dead. And then, he'd be like, and then he's telling me this and that. And then he'd, he'd like say things that would really freak him out. And there was like one that was really specific. He was like, can you think of something that was like quite unique to your granddad? Like whether it was a favorite like food he used to have or drink or like a TV show he used to love or something like that. Something that would really make like separate him from someone else. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, what, what are you thinking of a food or a drink? Or what? He goes, I'm thinking of a drink. Like it was a drink that only he used to drink, and he go, "Okay, let, let me ask him." He'd be like, "Roy, Roy, what what drink did you, did you used to like?" And then he, and he, again, he would be like, "He's not really here. Remember, I can't talk to the dead." And he go, he turned around. It was like root beer and milk. Like he used to he used to mix root beer and milk. What? Which sound awful, right? Yeah. And, and and drink it. And the kid was like, "Fucking hell!" And he's like, "Yeah." Like he was just so many people were just speechless, and he was doing it to everyone. So what, what did, so did he, he explain? Now he doing? didn't explain it. It was like the thing. He, he's he's like, uh, but he was like. But all you need to know is I can't talk to the dead. He's like, I can't talk to the dead. I can't talk to spirits. He goes, it's all bullshit. And he goes, but I can do it. And that's how I can prove that it's that's not so real. clever. Uh, yeah, it was annoying that he didn't. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a suggestion or something. Yeah. Mm. But how do you get something as specific as root beer and milk? Maybe yeah, it's a regional it's, thing. Maybe like, yeah, maybe. as he was talking to this guy, he oh, yeah, I don't know. asked him... Like where he was from or something, or like his family was from, and maybe, it's, yeah, maybe yeah, it's like maybe. a weird like. Local but most people there were all from London. Like, but how was, would you, you not? Know. Why would you not give it away as well? Is it almost like he didn't want to ruin the secret for him? Because yeah. it's like almost like a magic circle type yeah. vibe. Yeah, kind of. Like, and like, I guess it yeah, ruins but, his act a little bit as well. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But and like, I think as well to go to these sorts of things, like to obviously I went to Psychic Sally, but I went with somebody. Like yeah. I wouldn't have chosen to do that. But I think the the majority of the people that go to these things are like looking for some sort of connection. Yeah. And oh yeah, they want to believe it. Yeah. So but, yeah, so they're almost. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they were almost like, giving out these like sub. 
subconscious tell yeah. Yeah, of because course. they're so desperate to just yeah. like yeah. have something affirmed. Definitely. I feel like Darren Brown's a little bit of an exception to that because he kind of, he yeah. bases his whole thing around like, no bullshit. Like yeah. it's not magic. It is all illusions. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's be, not mind reading. And like it's just suggestion. Yeah. yeah, like like making people suggestible and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of the people that would go to that. Like I, I ran up there, but I just wasn't quick enough because I was near the mm. back. So I ran up and I was like, I know I was like, there was like five people in front of me that didn't make it. I was like thirty fifth yeah. or something. Yeah, I was really gutted because I. At that time, I had I had no relatives that had passed away in my family, so I was like, oh. "What's he gonna do? Yeah. Like, who's he gonna call on and stuff like yeah. that? Like my cat? I don't know." But um, <laughs> it was, he says, "Meow." <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, and I would have been the skeptic up there. I would have been like, "No, like you know, if he yeah. says anything that's a little bit wrong, I'd be like, no, you're wrong." But yeah. and I, so I'm sure there was other people that also were in that mindset that went yeah. up there. Yeah, you'd think. But yeah, it fucking. Blew my mind. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Bizarre. I mean, I find it interesting. I don't, you know, I don't, even though I, I say that I've seen ghosts or a weird ghost and that sort of stuff, I don't necessarily believe in, especially psychics and stuff like that because yeah. there's so many different factors and like, yeah. So it's just weird though. I like the mystery, as I've always mm. said. Mm. Um, there was another weird thing with a psychic actually, with my mum had won this psychic evening at the at the peg the pegs is yeah yeah right. and so she went along um <laughs> the peg. So she, your mum won a peg mike's yeah. looking a bit sad <laughs> sorry for himself there he's gone a bit yeah. <laughs> you're all yeah. dented in yeah, yeah, yeah. So, puff you up sorry i just caved my skull in <laughs> um so yeah she went to this psychic event and um uh she had a private reading after like as part of this thing she'd won like i don't know where she won it and most of it was just sort of standard um, oh no, sorry. It was my aunt had won this thing, so it was all it was mostly for my aunt. And had done, you know, read all this stuff, da 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 da. And then all that, a, a few things that she said to my mum sort of vaguely made sense. But one thing she said um, was, oh, "The name Lynn's going to be of significance no. in your family within the next couple of years." And this was about sort of two years before I met Lynn, my current girlfriend. That's just weird. A bit that's weird. weird. Yeah, um, yeah. That's I'll give you that. You know, that could be complete bullshit. Could be a massive coincidence mm. but it's just a bit strange obviously i knew that she'd said that before meeting lynn mm. yeah so maybe you, so, you paid more attention yeah, so that's to the, only the, one. the only reason yeah. i'm with lynn is because a ghost told me <laughs> <laughs> um fucking ghost yeah so, so yeah that's the infill pol- poltergeist there's not i haven't really got too much on that you know it, it carried on and then eventually the uh um the happenings faded away um the happening apparently the the mum lived there until she died, so she lived there for a good. Wow, the fuck out, weren't you? And she mm. reported yeah. things happening up until when she died. After the two daughters had moved out, um, wow. But make of it what you will. There's, I know, there's a few uh, recent or within the last couple of years, there was a uh, thing on the Guardian, like a podcast they did where they sort of delved into it. It's, it's interesting. If anything else, it's quite interesting listening to some of the things they mm. did to uh, sort of investigate it. That was the longest story ever. <laughs> I feel like yeah. Tom's sneeze story is pretty long. <laughs> we're, just heads, we're, we're on about almost an hour and a half already. That's right. Somehow. That's it's cool. Spooky special. Yeah. It's, it's a spooky, special. Yeah. It is um, a special. The only other ones I've got, they're very, very short. Uh, this one in particular is really short. So, again, it. this is from uh, a classic in, in every book that I used to find. And this is the. Uh, this is You're probably going to laugh at this one. This is the, the, the Belmez Faces. Oh. So, this is. Um, an alleged paranormal phenomenon that occurred in a private house in Spain. It started in 1971 uh, when the residents started to report images of faces appearing in the concrete floor of the house. Um, and they 
and here is one of the um, photos I've got it on my ma on my iPad here. So they reported faces slowly appearing um, in the concrete over time. Um, they tried to well the, the the husband dug out the concrete, smashed it up with a pickaxe, and then relayed the floor, and they came back. So the faces came back. Oh, uh, this is one of the. The faces. Oh, that's creepy, isn't it? Fucking hell. Um, Ooh, can you, can you show me in the armhole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, arm I, I, can't, I can't see through there. Could you just... Oh, I'll show you through the armhole. Yeah, could you show me through... Can you see that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that is creepy. That's quite creepy. <laughs> oh. for, the, for the viewers at home, um, we'll pop this up on the screen yeah. see as we're discussing this. This is another one. Oh. Tony, can you see that? Yeah, I can see that. There's another one that was on the floor. Fuck off, oh, really? Yeah, it looks like Miss Trunchbull. That's very much a whiskers. face. The other one, you could almost be a bit like, yeah. it's like the classic you know, Jesus, Jesus in a bit. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say Jesus in toast, yeah. Um, there are more. I couldn't find. I couldn't really find good pictures of them, but in, I remember seeing loads in this uh, in these books when you I was younger. You need to get back to fucking Coronham Library. Library. It's probably still there. <laughs> it probably is still there. I, I still remember like, the yeah. smell of the book. Yeah. It's weird, oh. isn't it? You know, like a good library smell. So... Uh, they were free, uh, photographed by the local press quite a lot. Uh, and like I said, they, they, they faded in and out um, and they relayed the concrete and the faces came back. Um, concrete inside the house? Yeah, so in in Spain and Greece and stuff, they use concrete quite a lot for their mm. houses. Keeps right. it I'm cool. Guessing, right. yeah, I'm guessing I was going to say, it was kind of like oh, okay. um, It was back in the 70s, so maybe, I don't know, rural Spain might have been a little bit more... Um, cheap. Rural. Not, no, not cheap, but like... Basic. Basic. Uh, yeah, I don't mm. know. I'm not too sure what, mm. where this sort of exactly where this is in Spain. Andalusia, but I don't know where Andalusia is really. Um, so, uh, yeah. So the the mayor was told, and he because they're quite a religious uh, country, Spain, right? Quite a Catholic family. He said, just destroy it. We need to just eliminate the chances of ghost or anything like that. So he destroyed it. But <laughs> destroyed however, what? Destroyed what? The floor. Uh, the, so they, again, the floor. they marked the floor again for a second yeah. time, but. Uh, the they, went, got they, went, they went to destroy the floor, but instead it was cut out and they, they studied it. So you know, there was a few investigations. They tried to figure out what the, you know, what the paint, or not paint, but like the, what it was made of, whether it was stone or whether it was something else that had been used to make the face, obviously trying to debunk it. Um, they found that an analysis of the, of the concrete did find lead um, and chromium in there. Mm. They couldn't, they couldn't explain where that had come from and why that would be in the concrete um and they thought that maybe it's enamel paint so they were like well yeah possibly it's just this lady painting these faces on however um another german team covered over uh, when when a face started to appear so when it started to fade in they covered it with clear plastic and they made it so if you took it if you took the plastic off they'd, they'd know like anti-tampering mm. whatever mm. Uh, and the face continued to appear and, and appeared under the plastic with no sign of no external sign of tampering or anything like that. Oh, wow. So they reported it as being unexplained. Um, and again, with this one through the 70s uh, and into the 80s, it did uh, continue. Um, some of them, they reported that there was enamel found within like the, the face. So again, were they painting some of them uh, to embellish the story? That was a lot of the, the claims were that she's painted this one. But then counter to that, but they, these ones you can't explain. Has like, has she then done it to embellish it? It does just like she's done a better job of covering up the other ones. Because it's like, why would Who you? Knows? If they were real, I would think, I'd better paint another one. <laughs> just yeah. to really ham it. I ain't been one in a while. Oh, yeah. ghosties <laughs> chilled out. So the main um, like hypothesis of, of this is quite interesting, which is uh, they thought it was thought to graphic. So uh, 
they thought that um, they were created through pure thought. So they're imagining the what? pictures into existence. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's obviously. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> likely. Yeah. Well, that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah. That like you will stuff into yeah, existence. Yeah, will stuff into. And this was like but a. It's not normally pictures in the ground. No, no. no. It's, it's norm, usually it's normally with, like, like positive vibes only. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will like. Oh, like there would manifest. be so many tits on so many walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that was the case, so, like yeah, children's <laughs> like young boys' bedrooms. Yeah. So this is this is my favourite. So there was only one real believer in this theory, right? Mm. Um, and there was only one real publication ever sort of written about it. And uh, it says, the only serious publication today appears in the first chapter of the book, The Seen and the Unseen, um, by Andrew McKenzie. And it says here, McKenzie did not speak Spanish uh, and did not have an interpreter. Only a local taxi driver and uh, only two lo- local taxi drivers were able to assist him, although very little. So it doesn't really huh. give you much uh, sort of hope that that mm. uh, theory was what I properly looked into. Um but yeah, so that, that's it, effectively. There's these faces in a house in Spain that um, still continue to appear. They are reported to still appear, um, even though the lady is no longer there. So the the, the owners are no longer in that house. Lady um, of Spain, I adore you. <laughs> could be bullshit. More Probably quite likely to be bullshit, but... Yeah. Um, it's a weird it one to bullshit, isn't it? It was like, a favourite yeah. of mine, you know, when I used to see it in the book. It even mm. could just be a coincidence. Like... If it is true that the faces just kind of appeared, like it could just be that obviously concrete changes colour over time just due to like light and moisture and stuff yeah. like that. So like yeah. maybe a face did kind of appear. But I mean that and is then it is very facey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, it's it also like a weird a face. What's with the sort of creepy kind of it's a bit like like jowls. That character from Star Wars again, numb. Yeah, he's like it's got like oh, jowl like yeah, numb yeah. numb yeah, like numb, jowls. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like at the, a... yeah, at the start as well, Rob, you were like, no, some Star Wars nerd shit. And now you're like <laughs> bringing out all these obscure characters. And I did say I... this is not a Star Wars podcast. No, yeah, the, the only reason... Oh, I'm dressed as a, as a Star Wars, <laughs> I was going to say. The only, the, only re- the only reason I know that character's name is because uh, there's a guy that used to come into the, the place of work uh, that, that looked exactly fucking like none. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone used to say it. Let's get him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom, oh, speak to him. Nah, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll zoom him. <laughs> yeah, so that's the Belmes faces. Wow. Okay. I liked Not it. particularly yeah. interesting, but you know, good. It it's didn't freak me out as much as the other ones. No, so the, the, the other one's the, it's the, the only one freak out fucked one. me up. And I'm going to have to listen, I'm going to have to do some more reading on that tonight just to really fuck myself. It's <laughs> interesting. Like I say, there's a good documentary about the Enfield Poltergeist and there's some good video. In fact, there's a video in there. No. Um, you can see the, gonna the interview me. with the, this girl. Fucking hell. I watched the film, watch Conjuring 2 as well. No, fuck that. I do get freaked out by stuff. I'm I'm pretty sceptical, yeah. but I do get chipped out. But you enjoy being freaked out. I do enjoy being freaked yeah. out, like That's the sort of I adrenaline like high it, yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I watch horror mm. films. Yeah. yeah. I love it. But the thing, I don't like horror films, but I love reading really? about. Maybe because you know horror films more um, tangible, right? Like it's yeah, you're living in it almost. You shitting your pants. Mm. Whereas this, I can read it and then put it down, and yeah. it's not until two in <laughs> yeah. the morning when I suddenly remember it, and I'm like. Oh, shit. It's far removed. <laughs> it's far removed enough that yeah. you don't have to have a total jib out. Mm. Um, I don't really know whether to talk about this last one because it's a bit of a non-event, really. Um, you always do give that, us the headline. It, no, it, yeah. it's re- this yeah. one really is a non-event. Like this is another another one from this book. Um, it's called. It's about a place in uh, London called Fifty Berkeley Square, which was reportedly the most haunted 
house in London um, in the 19th century. So it was famous in in uh, Victorian London for the reported happenings that were going on in, in this house. So the news, it was in the newspapers, you know, local people always talked about it, like a bit like a classic haunted house, you know, like a mm, film. Yeah. Yeah. The locals are talking about this spooky house. Um, so it was said to be haunted by the spirit of a, a, a young lady who had committed suicide by jumping out one of the top windows. Um, right in the centre of London. So, I mean, now it's, you know, it's probably millions, millions of pounds to live there. But back in the day, it was a bit decrepit, a bit run down, like a classic Victorian sort of townhouse. Mm. Um, and the only reason I'm going to talk about it is there was a couple of people that went into the house that sort of poo-pooed the, the reports of it being haunted. One was um, a guy called Lord Littleton, who um, he was like a, a member of parliament and, you know, sort of went on to um, do something to do with New Zealand. I think he was like, I don't know, did something in New Zealand. He went in there, spent a the night there, uh, said he saw an apparition and shot his shotgun at it. <laughs> Just classic American. Yeah, I was going to say, was this um, in England though? Not it in was America. in England. This is in London, yeah. yeah. So he fired his shotgun at it um, and then chased the apparition through the house. So he was pretty, pretty convinced <laughs> that he saw something. Was the Benny Hill music playing? Yeah. <laughs> um, tried to find it, um, but he could only find his shotgun cartridges. That's all he could find, that sort of led him through the house as to where he kept firing at this like spook <laughs> that he was chasing. Um, this one's quite good. Uh, the following year, the local council issued a summons to the owners for failure to pay taxes, but they were not prosecuted because of the house's reputation for being haunted. What? That's a good way to dodge um, council tax. Yeah. yeah. Just say, I'm, I'm too sorry, fucking haunted, mate. Too, too, too yeah. terrified. Do you reckon Essex <laughs> County Council will accept that? <laughs> Probably not. I'd be very surprised. I might give it a go, though. Um, and then the only other bit is uh, uh, that I want to talk about is two sailors from HMS Penelope stayed a night in the house. Uh, this is the one that I, this is the story that I always remember out of the book. Um, so one of them was found dead uh, the next day because oh. uh, he tripped as he was trying to run um, out of the house. Um, and the other one was found in one of the top rooms, like frozen in terror. Uh, and he took uh, a day or so to come round. Um, but he reported that they'd been chased by a spirit, by a, a sort of a, an apparition, a grey apparition through the house, uh, and then it becomes separated, and he just like, sort of froze and was stuck in the room all night, um, and never went back. Wow. Um, Is it one of those things where like the the walls were lined with lead, you know, like or yeah, like yeah. The, some mad paint, like radioactive crazy, yeah. paint from the time? That, like, yeah, yeah. So, like the sewer gases coming up yeah. or something yeah i mean the main sort of argument against it is that a, a, a prior owner of the house who was uh, a guy called myers um had gone insane like he'd lost his mind a bit and he just locked himself in this house and spent all day in the house um and he only woke up at night so he was awake during the night and he slept during the day so at night the house sort of came alive there'd be noises and he used to go around sort of moaning to himself and talking to himself mm. um so at night people would hear all these noises coming from the house and yeah. think shit it's haunted but it might more than likely it was actually this Mr. Myers um, yeah. sort of slowly losing his mind in his house then obviously after he died people and, carried on and did he lose his praying. mind because there was like a carbon monoxide leak or something or... yeah who knows I, I mean yeah. I don't think it was carbon monoxide no maybe not at those times no that's yeah. why I said like sewer gas yeah. 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 like methane or whatever yeah. yeah but um, yeah so that's that's 50 Barkley Square no one reports any happenings uh, today so it's lived in today. 
No, um, people got like TV and stuff. Like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, back yeah. then, there was nothing to entertain you yeah, other yeah. than like Happenings. what might be happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. So I, I think that one's a good urban legend, really. But I, mm. yeah, I wanted to talk about it because it was always a firm sort of inclusion in any book that I've read. Um, nice. And that's it. Uh, I know mine aren't very funny, but I enjoyed. Uh, no, them. no, they were good, George. They were. Too. Sorry, they were so long, Faz. You know? <laughs> yeah. In the moment feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I think Faz should go next. Oh God, yeah, George, you can get revenge on my. Make it my snappy. <laughs> Make it snappy. All right, so um, I do have a couple. Um, let's see. I'll let you pick. So we've got the the option of the first one being um, about corpses. You've got a nice corpse story. Nice. You've got um, a, hmm, maybe a, maybe a, a loose stalker story. Um, and then, no, I'll just give you those options. The other ones are just too good to, to start with. All right, let's go corpses. 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 Right, nice. um, trigger warning, um, mainly for Sean Buckingham. You're getting a shout out. <laughs> I know people didn't like the, uh, the, cor- uh, the, the body dismemberment. Um, what's that up on the wall, yeah? It's a goal. It's a goal. There is a goal up there. Whoa! What is that? Oh, it's my laptop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we debunked it. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the reflection of my the uh, logo on my laptop. Um, so yeah, if you don't really want to hear about corpses and that, um, maybe we'll do a timestamp or something like that. But if not, just sort of skip. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe just skip my entire segment because there are some <laughs> there are some like undesirable things. <laughs> um, okay, so. <clears throat> Let's go with the headline. Watch man discovers dead bodies in abandoned funeral parlor. Ah, mm. uh, I think. Have you I seen may this? I have seen. Is it in like, the ceiling and shit? No. What? Right, okay, what have you even been better. Watching? Yeah, I've got something. I've got something to talk um, about then. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's strange. No. Personal experience. <laughs> um, Let's talk about goals for an hour. <laughs> about some shit no um, (laughs) okay so the article reads in new footage uploaded to youtube a man discovers an abandoned funeral parlor in the woods containing some truly gruesome sights there is a video attached to this i haven't yet watched the video but maybe we could get that on the channel um Mm. um so it says watch as he and a friend stumble across coffins holding bloody dead bodies at the beginning of the video they come across the deserted parlor called what is that memorial mound after carefully walking down the steps, they enter a darkened, rotted room. It's the other rooms, however, which truly bring the scares. Oh, look at this article baiting me further. Um, in them, we see several open coffins, some of which contain small handwritten notes inside. The corpses themselves vary in condition. One of them belongs to an infant, which is really sad. Oh, um, the camera gets as close as possible to the carcasses, but it's the pictures shown afterwards that highlight the brutal stark reality. The video ends with an old advert for the parlour telling customers that many cemeteries are neglected, some are abandoned as time goes by. It also says, come and see the lights at night, a truly magnificent display. So, uh, it's a weird thing to put <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a little bit creepy. Um, it does note at the end that Police have since secured the mound and are keeping it under surveillance to stop any further YouTubers um, trespassing. Yeah, that mound always under secure the mound. Yeah. Secure yeah. the mound. Yeah. Um, the clip at the time <laughs> of this. Yeah, oh. I, was, I, I was thinking that's like a new phrase you use, like when you like trying to pull. Yeah. Like, uh, secure like, the mound. Secure the mound. Oh. <laughs> that is just. That's worse than my article. Um, yeah. So when this was posted, um, just over a year. Uh, sorry. Yeah, just over a, a year ago, 
the video at that stage had nearly 3 million views. <laughs> um, one comment said, oh my God, I really thought this was clickbait, but still wanted to see what a left funeral home looked like. Really didn't thought this... Really didn't thought, yeah, good one. Really didn't, th- <laughs> really didn't think this place had actual bodies in there. Um, another said this will make a good scary movie location, and one added, "I'm surprised it took so long for these to be discovered. Why weren't the families looking for their loved ones? I have a hard yeah, time true, believing yeah. that these people were all forgotten about." Um, yeah, the rest of the article just kind of digresses. So further there's no like context points. as to why the funeral homes were shut down, or no. Really weird, yeah, that is really weird. Really, really interesting. And how about the handwritten notes? Yeah, I think they were just um, basically like directions or like um, shorthand for whatever the parlor used to right, describe right. certain like people type dead. people yeah. like zero <laughs> percent yeah. life. This one dead, Another one, not alive. <laughs> That's mad. Yeah, so that, that gave me that gave me the creeps a little bit. So I quite yeah. liked it. Yeah, but um. Yeah, we'll get the video up. We'll get some yeah. pictures up. If they're not too, as I say, I haven't actually looked at them yet. I guess we'll blur out the the bodies are probably blurred. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, of course. Like um, for respectful reasons. But um... so I was wondering whose battery pack this was. It's like a battery <laughs> pack from like the nineties. Yeah, it's cool, man. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Tom just got the most absurd battery pack I've ever seen. It's oh. like a brick. It's huge because it gets it gets me like. You can charge your phone maybe like seven or eight times with this and it's still... Sorry, is this a sponsor? I'm intentionally covering up the brand. No, I've got one that you can charge like seven or eight times. It's half the size of that. I might have under-exaggerated. What's the opposite of exaggerated? Like when I say seven or eight times. Under- Underplayed. Undersold. Yeah. Undersold. Yeah, it's good, man. Sorry, I wish I could say. I got very distracted by that. You can't. I can't see shit. Um... So, um, this next one... Just before, before you move on, yeah, sorry. Yeah, go on. Just on the subjects of um, funeral parlours. Mm. I forget exactly where I saw this, but there was a story I, I came across. I'll see if I can find it and I'll we'll, we'll link it in some way or maybe revisit it next time. Um, where a, a funeral home um, was found to have been stealing bodies, but they had them in the... They'd like secreted them in the in the walls or in the ceiling, like the crawl space. What? So... Um, I forget what the reason was now. I can't remember what the reason was. It was potentially Fun. due to like finan- for financial gain as well as just being a little bit obviously fucked in the head where this funeral home was stealing bodies um, and just keeping them. There was like babies' bodies, oh. obviously grown bodies, all in the, uh, the, the ceiling and the, the walls of this funeral home, which is just fucked. That's just weird. That is fucked. Yeah. Uh, have they like been embalmed and stuff yeah. otherwise they would fucking rot and yeah, stink just, they'd be embalmed I think I might have, for some reason you know when you go into a YouTube hole I came across this mm. YouTube channel where this mortician is just talking about she's got a YouTube channel loads of views like millions of views where she just talks about mortician-y stuff and I think it was on there. Like she, the reason I came across it is because it had blown up a bit, and it was yeah. said like bodies found in funeral homes, something like that. Yeah, um, but pretty gross. No, I'll see if I can find the, uh, the the full story. That's horrible. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. Have a have a little look for that, George. Thank you, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a good chance the video you described as might be a little bit too graphic for yeah, uh, that's, YouTube. That's but yeah. we don't want to get yeah. We don't want to get I mean, stricken. It was, it was on YouTube. Oh, okay. so the, was the video out? was posted to YouTube. Is the stuff like blurred um, out? Uh, I don't know. I I assume so for it to get past the guidelines. Yeah. We'll um, so it might be age gated or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So we'll we'll revise it. If not, you can yeah. Google it out. Doesn't matter. The Mr. description Mr. was good enough. Thank yeah. you. 
Um, so this next one was is sort of more true crimey. Mm-hmm. Um, so the headline is: Couple flees one point three million dollar dream home after threats from watcher. This is a good one. Have you read this? No. Um, yeah, I've read this. Oh, yeah, it was creepy. Um, George read everything. And I I read everything. It's <laughs> all I do in my spare time is just read bullshit on the internet. <laughs> um, so it says, a family has been forced to flee their new million dollar home in Westfield, New Jersey after repeatedly receiving threatening packages. I immediately person- feel less sorry for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really? yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. Um, from a person who calls themselves the Watcher. Um, CBS New York reports that the packages are from somebody who claims the six-bedroom home, and in quotes, has been the subject of my family for decades. Um, The note goes on to say, I've been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. Two other letters allegedly refer to the couple's young children by name. It says, I'm pleased to know your names now and the name of the young blood you have brought to me, one reportedly says. Another asks, have they found out what's in the walls yet? The couple has filed a lawsuit against the previous owners who they claim failed to inform them about the watcher before the sale, despite the <laughs> yeah. of the individual. Yeah, it's in the tenancy. Oh, they was, a, so was how, they what? aware? Yeah. How did, how did they know they were aware? The, well, no, the previous, I, I believe the previous owners, because this went to court, like there was a mm. lawsuit yeah. filed they against them. They said they weren't aware. Um, well, I don't know. Gawker.com says differently. Because they were just saying, well, we, we've not heard any any letters I oh, know they had a letter from like a year or so ago, I think. Yeah. And then, but they just like discarded it and mm. then didn't think to mention it, I think. And that's what they're saying. Well, we didn't, mm. you know, we didn't. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the entire lawsuit um, sure. for this is available online. Um, Reach out to these guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just absolutely insane. Get an interview with um, a watcher. The previous, <laughs> the previous owners did admit that they received at least one letter previously from the watcher, um, most recently in May 2014, before they sold the property. Um, but within the, the... I just wouldn't have admitted it, wouldn't you? So, yeah. yeah. You'd just be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I thought that was super creepy and a little bit... Um, that is creepy. Yeah. Going to keep me up at night and mm. make me think... Another little add-on add to that is mm. when they were trying to... Um, they were trying to move to because they wanted to obviously move the leave the house and they were trying to build another house to to move into the um like the local council were just refusing to to let them build this new house oh really um yeah but they then they were approving other houses because they were saying it it doesn't fit like the dimensions are too big but then they'd approve other houses that were bigger than the dimensions that they were doing so part of it they another sort of theory is that it's the local um there's like this weird local community group that are just like super against other people moving into the neighborhood. Yeah. Right. And they're trying to keep it like local and, and force them out. That's weird. Yeah. Mm. It's still spooky though. Isn't yeah. It? It's spooky. Speaking I mean, of like, oh. um, uh, when they said that they knew the child's name and stuff like that, and yeah. they're getting letters through the door. When I was, when I, again, when I was a kid and I was convinced that my house was haunted, um, we used to always get letters come through the door um, addressed to like the whoever lived there before. I remember yeah. the name was like Richard Piper was like the name uh, that we kept getting. And it wasn't like anything like, it, it was like letters from the bank and like insurance company mm. and stuff like that. Like it wasn't anything like um, more Nef- junk Nefarious. Mail. Yeah, no nefarious stuff. No no Good spooky word. letters or anything. <laughs> but I, um, for some reason, I like put it in my head that like, oh, Richard Piper lived here. He died and that's the ghost. So I used to like refer to the ghost like, in my head as Richard. And um, 
when one of my friends were around and I was telling them that, yeah, the ha- this house is haunted, like there's a ghost that lives in that cupboard and stuff like that. And then obviously like as a kid, you're like, fuck, like probably like actually believe it. And I was like, mm. yeah, his name's Richard Piper. And he was like, didn't believe, didn't believe me, like whatever. And uh, he was like staying over that night. And then the next morning, like the postman comes and uh, I pick up like the letters and one of them is for Richard Piper. Yeah. <laughs> and I like pretend to him that like, this doesn't happen all the time. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah. he got a letter from Richard Piper and he fucking shit himself to the point where like <laughs> next time uh, I invited him around, like he was like, no, I can't. And his mum <laughs> spoke to my mum and it was because he was too scared to come around because he like, believed he was a ghost. Oh yeah. So my mum made me like tell him that I was, I was messing around with him. But then in my head, I was kind of like, but it is haunted. Like, <laughs> like, I was telling him, oh no, the Richard thing, like we always get posts for him, blah, 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 blah. And then I was in my head, I'm like, but mum, <laughs> there is a ghost in that cupboard, but like, his name might not be Richard, but there is a ghost there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're still mates now. So, yeah. <laughs> He's here tonight. Yeah. Not, not Richard, my mate. <laughs> yeah. Don't oh, know. I haven't looked weird. in that cupboard for a while though. I'll have a look. Maybe revisit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have to have uh, do have to make a bit of a disclaimer before this next one. Um, Sean, if you are listening, please he is. please just skip this. Like, just, <laughs> no. just you're you're too good for the, what I'm about to discuss. Strap yourselves in. Um, He's listened to the other episodes. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like this is. Oh, yeah, I felt bad for Sven before. Like this is just going to be so much worse. Um, so okay okay i'm just gonna read that so this comes from reddit um the the cesspit of the internet in many ways and it includes a follow-up where i grew up (laughs) you're richard man um it does include a follow-up as well um so the first line states ever since i was a teenager i have had very intense fantasies about having sex with a giant roach Roach, right, like a cockroach. Yeah, like a big old. I roach. do remember you telling me about yeah. this one. <laughs> it does stick with you. Yeah, absolutely horrendous. Right. <laughs> so, um, it's it's quite a lengthy post. So I'm just gonna just read out select parts. Um, so what's his name? So his username is actually I love Roach. You <laughs> <laughs> just talking about Papa Roach. <laughs> yeah, and it just it just evolved. So he says. It started in ninth or ten, tenth grade when we read The Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka. As I started to think more and more about the roach creature that the character had become, I started to imagine what it would be like if a woman turned into the roach instead. I found this idea very arousing. <laughs> I would not be repulsed or frightened of her as the characters in the story are. I would take care of her. And then my thoughts started to get sexual with the character. Eventually, I sort of dropped the bit about her having been a human woman first, and I kind of imagined this fictionalised roach species. They are giant roaches, the size of a person, and have complete intelligence. I kind of over time conjured up an imaginary friend of sorts. She was one of these roaches, and her name was Ogtha. I would fantasise... very sexy name. I know, right? Rolls off the tongue. Um... Oggy, oggy, oggy. (laughs) (laughs) Fa, fa, fa. (laughs) I would fantasise about her often. Whenever I masturbated, I would be imagining... <laughs> I like the little pause. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying That's to it. decide yeah. where, where yeah. I mean, at least you said master- we would have said wanked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerked. Um, I'd be Rock imagining <laughs> elaborate scenarios with me and Ogtha making love. Um, he then goes on to explain um, that when he was act- actually having sex with, you know, like a real, real person, um, he couldn't 
perform or you know reach his destination unless he was thinking of Ogfa. So whenever he he That's cracks on, funny. he imagines that he's just thinking about this roach. And he uh, there's a really funny line in here, and he says, um, "So basically, now anytime I have sex with a woman, I'm pretending that she's actually Ogfa. Not just think about Ogfa. I concentrate intently to visualize that I'm actually doing Ogfa. Imagine the face I don't, he's doing. This is this is the absolute best bit." I don't want to think about the girl at all. There is only Ogtha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he accidentally sometimes goes, oh, Ogtha. Oh. Well, it's funny because this w- this actually originated in the subreddit today I fucked up. So we get into the part where he fucked up. Brilliant. Um, it's a surprise <laughs> this gentleman even has yeah. uh, a yeah, woman. Yeah, has he managed that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe he's just a hot weirdo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah. um, he says, or, or, like he, he goes on to justify that, yeah, sex is obviously not you know, interesting, really, unless I can be with Ogfa. Um, so he does, uh, where is it? He goes on to say that he does have a girlfriend um, and there are things that he likes to fantasise about Ogfa, including multiple appendages and antennae that allow for a, that allow for an experience that a human woman can never match. <laughs> so he's been with his girlfriend for about a year at this point of writing this post, right? Does she know? No. Well, so... He hasn't told her at this stage, but he always imagines that she's Ogtha. Then the other day, he finally came clean, and uh, obviously she went mental. He was like, "I imagine, <laughs> I imagine that she would react badly, but then, then, they'd be all right with it over time." But, I, might say, um, I might say it's to Lynn when I get in. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "I'm afraid that she's going to break up with me, and also going to tell people about Ogtha. I don't know how to face anyone." Um, this is going to sound silly, but I also feel guilty about feeling shame as if Ogfa will be saddened by this, even though I know she's imaginary. I don't know what to do at this point. So, obviously, that's that's a whole whole big bit of baggage to unpack, but he does mm. a follow-up five years later. Five years? Five years. Today I fucked up by admitting to my co-workers that my wife Ogfa is an imaginary giant roach. <laughs> 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 an update of sorts to my prior today I fucked up from five years ago. So at the start, he links the original post. Um, but the, the, the whole reason I came across this is because I was reading a... Um, like a subreddit that basically was an ask Reddit that got people to explain the most iconic Reddit post that they'd ever read. And, and this was attached. So <laughs> brilliant. So he, he goes on to kind of recap what his original post was as well. Um, and that he wants to like rag out Ogfa. Um, so gone from masturbate to rag, <laughs> rag out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where is it where is it where is it right so he says in the five years that have passed since this topic was posted I decided to stop fooling myself and I just committed to the love of Ogtha I know she is not real per se but in my head she is an actual personality yeah I know like there's any debate that she's (laughs) real (laughs) some would argue (laughs) that my imaginary roach of a girlfriend is not real Um, I don't care if she she is a roach or if she is imaginary. The love is real. Call me deluded, but it's harmless and it makes me happy. I've not had a real girlfriend again since that incident five years ago, but occasionally mm. I have had one night stands via online apps. What um what does he feel when he sees a just a normal cockroach? He doesn't actually go on to explain that, but I think I I don't know. I think a lot of it from what he says is about the size of the roach. Right. I think ordinary basic basic bitch roach doesn't do it for him Mm. and he actually says um 
on the one night stands, on these times, I always envision the woman is Ogtha, my sensual roach queen. (laughs) 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 He then goes on to say, I mean, no offence to the women, of course. (laughs) Um, How would you feel if you got... You could got compared to Ogtha, Queen of the Roaches. I would be absolutely blown away. <laughs> <laughs> it's something uh, to aspire to, really. Wow. I was yeah. thinking, imagine uh, any of your colleagues coming out to you and saying, hey, you know, I've been talking about my wife, my, my, my wife or my girlfriend for the past couple of years. <laughs> Turns out. Like, you know, yeah. I always say that, oh, I'm just hanging out with her tonight or we're going here, hanging we're going out there. Hanging out with her tonight. See, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Turns out she's not actually real. I've just made her up the whole this whole time. You'd be like, "P.S. Fucking hell, that's yeah. that's <laughs> weird." Yeah, and then she's like, "And like, I don't even imagine a person. I imagine a, a, a big roach, I love roach her person. Her. Yeah, a huge roach." Yeah. And then, um, so why'd he, you call it Octa? So <laughs> yeah, Octa come? Yeah. I have no idea. Like, I mean, it's fitting though. I feel like that's a very authentic. It, it is name quite a roach, roach name. Yeah. yeah. So he's done. He's done well. Um, he then does go on to explain <laughs> yeah. that, that he became name. so in love with her that he married her in his living room. He did a little ceremony and recited vows, and Obviously. she he imagined her reciting hers. He even went on a quote honeymoon, which technically you could say was a solo vacation to New Orleans for a week. But in my mind, Ogfa was with me the entire time I think of her as my wife this guy needs a carbon monoxide check yeah Yeah, Yeah, he's he's broken so then he gets on to what happened at work and this is just this is just so fucked um so he says it hasn't got a fuck yet the roach sex I can deal with I was waiting for the fuck bit yeah but the professional side mm. So he says, this is where I fucked up. I got so used to thinking of her as my wife in my head so that a few months ago at work, I nonchalantly said my wife in an innocuous sentence. Um, so he just basically explains that everyone at work was talking about a TV show um, that he watches in his mind with Ogfa. And he just made a, a off-the-cuff comment and went, oh, yeah, me and my wife love that show. So everyone at work was like, oh, I didn't know you had a wife. Like, that's so lovely. Like, can Have you, you got show- a photo of her? No, yeah, he literally says people have been asking to see pictures. Um, so then he started freaking out and like it got worse and worse and worse and more people were inquiring like how they met, you know, what she's like. Um, so then he said, we were on, uh, sorry, we were at a team lunch and I just let it all spill out. I told them about how I became enamoured as a teenager with the Franz Kafka story, how my fantasy evolved into an actual imaginary entity and how I slowly began to grow in love with her. What started as mere sexual attraction to giant roaches <laughs> blossomed into a whirlwind romance and that she became the love of my life, even though her existence was in my own mind. People thought he was joking at first, right? And then slowly began to realise that he's actually nuts. Um, yeah. No one speaks to him anymore. Nobody has lunch with him. Like, Jesus. nobody... Like, has, has no one recommended he sees a fucking yeah, health... psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. Health, med- yeah. mental well, health professional. He well, seems happy, though. Yeah, he seem you know, he's not hurting anyone. Um, no. Apparently, some of his colleagues allegedly went to HR, but they were told that there's nothing they can do about it. Why the fuck you know, would you go to HR? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> can you sack him for loving roaches? Yeah. Um, Email and HR, just my colleagues... Fucking weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Help. Um, The best part for me is in this last, like, closing statement. Um, So he just, he summarises that he's looking for a new job and he's kind of, like, learnt his lesson. He can never talk to anyone about that. Exterminator. Um, But he he does say, no no matter what, I will be staying with my wife, Ogfa. For me, it is Ogfa forever. If you must know, I do hope that even if I am an old man, that one day the technology is invented to extract the Ogfa personality from my mind and implant it into a real external body. 
either of a genetically engineered or a mechanical nature, and me and Ogfa can experience genuine physical connection. So you plan on living for a thousand years yeah. until yeah. that technology yeah. is available. And, and also assuming that someone else is weird enough, yeah. and yeah. also that oh, into yeah. science oh, to like make I've it. been waiting for years for someone to come <laughs> and just do yeah. it. Um, I, had got, the, I had the machine ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one waited there. <laughs> but um, yeah. Absolutely wow. mental, I think. Uh, yeah. I reckon you could, by now, make a mechanical roach that you could fuck. Like, you could... You could yeah, I mean, oh, you could yeah. Like sex Reach bots, out to yeah, like real dogs. Yeah. You, you could make a mechanical Ooh. roach thing, like, for a film prop. Yeah. You could definitely make one that you could yeah. fuck. Yeah. I mean, if you've been to the Harry Potter tour in, in the studios, <laughs> well, they've, they've got, got, got the Aragog. Roach, roach. They've got, no, they've got Aragog, though. I mean, he's pretty big. I thought you could say... Fuck, yeah, there's all... Kind, you go to that, there's all kinds of things you can fuck, yeah. No. Well, I must say, Faz, I did enjoy that. However, it's not very spooky. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. What, what brought you to that? With the, spooks, the spooky theme. I've just been dying to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, I thought Roches. Roches. <laughs> roaches are quite spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roaches are quite scary. Like Humanoid kind of roach. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you think about the original Men in Black film with a guy, Vincent Donofrio's oh, yeah. character, with a roach is crawling yeah. out of his mouth and big, yeah, big bug horrible. man. Oh yeah, my god! Quite... Maybe he wants to fuck the Vincent yeah. Donofrio bug man. Oh, maybe that's must be. Yeah, he, he must knock one out to that. Oh yeah, he's got him, and he come on. Oh, but no, no, but he's cheating on Octa. Yeah, he uh, is. true, yeah, actually. He and he's nothing if not loyal. <laughs> yeah, and Octa yeah, well. for life. Yeah, yeah, she's imaginary, so yeah. she's omniscient. Struck she's a real arguments. Nah. Yeah, he's like, oh, the bloody wife. But he yeah. wins, he wins <laughs> every yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. He's like, if you're not careful, I'll pull off one of your legs. Yeah. <laughs> He'll grow back. I like that he imagines himself watching TV. Like, do you reckon he actually sits there with his arm sort of like yeah. around a pretend. Do you reckon all he, all he watches is like uh, A Bug's Life or. Ants. Yeah. And like. David Attenborough, a small world. Um, oh, so for God. this last one, um, I wanted a palate cleanser. Um, Sean, you can now tune back in um, if you still have <laughs> us. Um, yeah, this last one's kind of wholesome. It's kind of similar to your one from the start, Rob, um, but slightly less creepy. Okay. Um, so it's I've already sh- forgot that was fucking years ago. <laughs> 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 what were we on there? Like two hours, over two yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah co- coronavirus is gone. Yeah, um, <laughs> gone bad. <laughs> so this was published on the Independent. Fuck me. <laughs> George, <laughs> sorry, I'm more surprised I can't by see a time. What's going on. <laughs> time always really surprises me. So whenever I see that, time's changed. It freaks me. Little arm flapping about. Jesus oh, Christ! I'm just going to see how um, warm it is in there. It's really hot. I'm, Jesus! It's, <laughs> I'm so hot. Do you want some, here. Water, do you want some water? <laughs> no, because then I'll need to pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot. Dedicated um, to this costume, yeah. I must yeah. say, get any money's worth. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm of course not. I am. I'm gonna wear it at home. Um, okay, so the headline is: A family shocked to receive text messages from Den. De- oh bloody hell! Family shocked to receive text messages from dead grandmother's mobile phone. The family of Leslie Emerson had been sending messages to the phone she was buried with, but never expected. <laughs> buried anyone. with your phone? Yeah, they buried her with it. Um, so it is kind of wholesome. I'm not going to read it word for word, but basically, her granddaughter. Help! <laughs> oh, I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Pull me out. Yeah, you Shit. <laughs> um, so her granddaughter had been really struggling um, with the grief surrounding her her nan's death. So she'd been 
sending her like text messages, just speaking to her and, you know, talking about her day as, you know, part of her grieving process. Um, one day though, she received a, a reply and it said, I'm watching over you. You'll get through this. You'll be all right. She received another text message, um, saying, she Lyle, wrong it, number. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying I'm watching over you and it's all going to get better. Just push through. Um, yeah, it turned out that the, of course it wasn't the, the, the dead man. Oh. Um, but the, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> 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 yeah she reanimated um yeah they the the network provider i think it was oto um just reallocated the number so yeah. it was that's all it was and the person on the other side of the phone thought that they were helping um <laughs> which obviously that's a big judgment call yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah because then, you're, then, you're, no, then you're you're also um you've got to do that for yeah, the rest of how your did life. the person know that they were texting their dead nan because they probably said, like, I really miss you. Yeah, she was like, Nan, I love you, whatever, something like that. Okay. But, I mean, then you're committed to that for the rest of your life. Yeah, that is a call, isn't it, to take. I'm going to text back and I'm going to Unless you pull a, oh, I can see a bright light. What's going on over there? Licking your finger. My costume only allows me to use my trackpad when my fingers are wet. But you sort of raised your raised your eyes at me in a suggestive way and then licked your finger and then put your finger somewhere down below. Oh. Yeah. I just looked out my little peephole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was a weird yeah. one, Faz. Yeah. So there, there's more details, but I feel like it's arbitrary, so we'll leave it there. Yeah, they're strange ones, aren't they? I reckon that's pro- probably pretty common. Yeah. I have I heard it before where I this is not not texting a ghost, but I text <laughs> I text a phone number of someone at work. I'm pretty sure it was when I first got uh, Rowan's number, a guy I work with. Guy I work with, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, I texted it saying, "Any chance you can do a ship's a shift swap, whatever?" And they were like, "Yes, mate, no worries." So I'm like buzzing, sick, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get my shift swap done, you know. And uh, I go and I go to work and I ask about it, and then they're like, "Yeah, cool, just get around and confirm whatever." I go, I ask him, and he's like, "What are you on about?" He's like, "I need a text." I'm like, "You for real?" Oh, oh yeah, and then uh. And yeah, I checked the number and it, yeah, it turned out it was just a, a random yeah, person. just some random person. I replied to him and I was like, this isn't Rowan. And they were like, yeah, sorry, man. I'm just fucking with you. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. And I was like, fair enough, man. That is quite funny to be fair. And they were like, yeah, well, I'm glad you saw the funny side of it. Nice one. Like, you know, glad you took the joke or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. No, I think what happened is they'd done it twice before I'd asked him. The first time he'd done it and he said, um, Oh no! I have to try and. F- oh, I don't have the message anymore. But it's something like I think he said. I think the first one they maybe said they. Yeah, he said yeah. No worries, I can do it. And then in the end, maybe I did. I just didn't do it or didn't follow through with it. And I texted him again about a different thing, and that, and they again said, "Yeah, mate, are you in tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be. Yeah, I'm in tomorrow." So yeah, they were like, probably thinking, "Fucking hell!" Like, but what the child? Like, it actually works. Like, yeah. Some, somehow yeah. a shift got yeah. <laughs> This is incredible. I've also conversely, I've been getting messages from someone. Well, I'm pretty sure they're looking for drugs. They, 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 they've messaged me, and they're messaging you. They're <laughs> oh God, oh God. No, I, I think they want heroin or something because they text me saying I'm really sick here I really need really need something or whatever oh they're saying yeah. and I've replied like pretty sure you got the wrong number mate I'm not Linda or whatever it is I asked for like Linda or something they're like oh Linda? sorry sorry and then they messaged again like a few times like really, come on hit me up stop stop mugging me off kind of thing like yeah. this and I'm like <laughs> really need to stop messaging maybe me the, um, maybe the like the code word for this like, like at the moment there's a policeman with me is sorry mate you got the wrong number 
and then they're like, well, I'll leave it for a few yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. And then try again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I use it. I'll see what I'll find the messages. It's on this phone, so I don't think I would have deleted it. That phone there. This, this, I mean, it's in, not since I got a, a new phone, you know. Um, usually have a chat. Well, we'll move on to Tom. Yeah, when I find Tom, it, he's either. Yeah. So uh, I've got two. Would you rather? Well, well we're going to do them both, but what, <laughs> what first? Go on. Werewolf or ghost? Werewolf. Let's finish on a ghost. So let's go werewolf first. <laughs> George. All right. Can that be the tagline for this episode? Finish on. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even think uh, of that. Yeah, I found them quickly, by the way. Go on, go for it. I just got one saying, sick as fuck here, love. And I replied saying, who's this? And I got smicker. So my first, my first thought was like, are they in a club? And they're like, sick as fuck in here. Like, and, then, yeah. and that's like, the thing maybe not. And, then, and then another one tried to ring me though it was will you do that for me really sick here love will you do me a bag cash and then another one Alison Alison have you a bag there cash have you and then and then another message saying on and then on which implies like, maybe they're the dealer and then, um, and then I was like you're messaging the wrong number again my friend because uh, I already mentioned before saying wrong number yeah there you go Alison I'm not Alison Alison if you're listening uh, no Smicker uh, Smicker Smicker you- Smicker why don't you just block number. the number yeah. instead of like keep well because it was just quite entertaining yeah, it's you know, yeah, yeah. it wasn't, right, wasn't yeah. the worst in the world <laughs> I um, sure. had a wrong number once like message me and I tried to have a joke around with them they didn't find it funny at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. message back saying oh, yeah thanks for nothing mate laters yeah. okay well, you know, yeah. they weren't as well human as me were they like we don't fall on a spike yeah. oh right hmm. go on Tom anyway crack on president of Argentina adopts Jewish godson godson to stop him turning into a werewolf. Excellent. So Seems legit. You've got me already. <laughs> I'm stop to... licking your finger. I'm trying to zoom. <laughs> oh, man. Zoom. Do you want me to zoom for you? No, I got it, I got it. I wouldn't touch so, that. No, yeah, it's good. Do you want me to use my mic hand? Will that work? <laughs> stop poking your mic hand now. I'm so hot. I'm so hot. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's not actually like that scary at all. It just happens to have like werewolf sort of relations in it right. but, but uh, not relations as in sleep <laughs> <laughs> finishing on a werewolf but um, it's Faz's guy again yeah so did we say we was going to finish on a werewolf or finish on a ghost finish on a ghost that's my motto finish on a ghost anyway so the president of Argentina has adopted a young Jewish man as her godson to stop him turning into a werewolf according to tradition so uh, President Cristina Fernandez de Kircher uh, met this guy called Yair Tavil and his family at her office last week to mark an unusual ceremony that date back to over 100 years. So according to Argentinian folklore, the seventh son born to a family, if they don't have a girl in between, so if you have seven boys in a row, then it's feared that your son will turn into El Lobiso, uh, which is... Basically, a werewolf. Um, the werewolf-like creature shows its true nature on the first Friday after the boy's thirteenth birthday. The legend says, turning the boy into a demon at midnight mm. during every full moon, doomed to hunt and kill before returning to human form. Uh, so there's a picture of just the uh, the president of Argentina there blowing out some what are those Jewish candles called? Um, oh. Uh, Those Jewish candles, you know what they are. Uh, what is that called? As well as feeding on excrement, oh. unbaptized babies, and the flesh of the oh. recently dead. Oh, El Lobison. 
<laughs> is said to be unnaturally strong and able to spread its curse with a bite. Unnaturally strong. Maybe all these bodybuilders missing a trick. They need to eat excrement, flesh of the recently dead. <laughs> Maybe. And un- yeah. They need to visit that museum we spoke about last they episode. They do, yeah. They'll get with all the, <laughs> all the food and drink. Tom, I've just done a Google and uh, the, the candles are called the menorah. Menorah. The menorah. Not so the name, I was thinking of that. I was thinking the of Yamaka, but I think yeah. that's the hat. That's it? the hat, yeah. yeah. Uh, so fear of El Lobito <laughs> <laughs> was so rife in the 19th century that voice, Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Bill's voice, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so in the 19th century, uh, families even abandoned or murdered their baby boys um, mm. because they feared <laughs> so much yeah, a lot they, of fun there, they, they thought that their third child would third their seventh child would turn into a werewolf <laughs> and uh so th- yeah they would kill their children um so it sparked an unusual presidential practice of adoption uh to stop the deadly stigma so basically if you have seven boys in a row the president adopts your seventh child um essentially in like a religious ceremony um it used to only apply to catholic children so only only catholic children had the um privilege of being adopted, adopted by the president to the get others, rid of the others would just have to turn into el lobison there's yeah. nothing they could do about I, yeah I it's, not, it's not el lobison <laughs> El Lopezón. <laughs> Sounds like you're selling a, a new perfume. Or <laughs> El Lopezón. <laughs> or the farm. El Lobón. Yeah. El Lobón. So, yeah, it started in 1907, the tradition. Uh, and then in 1973, uh, Juan Domingo Perón was Ooh. also extended, also extended the practice to baby girls as well. Which I don't know why, because it's the there was son, right? yeah, it was, it, it, the the curse was only on boys, so I don't know. But um, political correctness yeah. gone mad, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, can't do anything these can't, days. Can't, do <laughs> can't even have a lobby song in your family. <laughs> Fucking politics. So yeah, seventh son or daughters now much rarer than a hundred years ago. Gain the president as their official godparent, as well as a gold medal and full educational scholarship. Wow. Well. Surely there's families out there just like, pumping out kids in the hope that their yeah. one of their sons will become the president's adopted. Yeah, but you need to have a shitload before you have seven. Yeah, six. Yeah, about six. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the chance of having six boys in a row. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're the Weasleys. Unless you're the... Is that how many they have? Well, I think they had... They, they didn't have seven boys. No, I think you'll find uh, it was... Bill, Percy, uh, Charlie, Charlie, uh, Fred, Fred Ron, George, and George. That's so right. So I don't know. I haven't counted, but I don't think that is seven. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, even and, now, and Jimmy anyway. was, uh, <laughs> Even now, reports of dog-like creatures attacking <laughs> livestock continue, as no. does the, tra- yeah, the wolves. tradition. Wolves, yeah, wolves, yeah mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look a bit like dogs. Bloody hell! Has that got links to El Chupacabra? No. El Chupacabra. What's that from? It's from um, like Mexico in the south states of uh, the US. Mm. And they think it's like a cryptid, which we'll talk about. Chupacabra. Yeah. El Chupacabra. Yeah. It means the goat sucker in uh, Spanish. Wow. That's pretty much it for my one. <laughs> um, it was just that 
yeah, there's a crazy t- tradition. Luckily, she was happy to adopt him. Otherwise, she would have he would have turned into a werewolf. And uh, yeah, there you go. God knows what would have happened. What it also says, uh, it didn't say in that article, but there was a few others that covered the same thing. And because uh, it's quite rare that that happens now. It's rare that people have that many children in the first place, let alone yeah. have that many of the same sex in a row. Mm. Um, Cops on a spooky so, fart, mate. You're going to smell that anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're probably all right in there. Yeah, really you've, you've got your little um, hermetic yeah. seal. Yeah, I nearly passed away earlier when you did that. <laughs> 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 that would have been special. Yeah, that was a haunting of, was of my earlier... That was absolutely yeah. haunting yeah. of Rob's arse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a... In one of the articles, it said that... So that was from, I think, 2009 or so when... Uh, the president adopted that child. But about 10 years before that, another child had been born um, and he was the seventh son. Yeah. And uh, it, you have until like your 13th birthday and then it's the, the Friday after your 13th birthday is when you're fucked. Which and uh, you turn into El Lobison. <laughs> and uh, that went a bit French, that yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> but um, she denied it. The president was like, nah, well, the same president. Yeah. Uh, so the president was like, "No, not interested." Yeah. And then years later, she was like, "Yeah, okay, you you're all right," and adopted that one. So I don't so know why. So what happened to that, that boy then? The one that wasn't adopted was he, he just he turned into, into the woods? Tur- obviously turned into a werewolf. Yeah. And yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck a load of people up. Yeah, yeah. That's why she did the next one. Yeah. yeah. She obviously learned a lesson. Redacted. Yeah. 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 Classic. Must have done. That's the only possible end to the story. Yeah. That he fucked. Turned into a werewolf. Ate a load of people. He what? He he what? (laughs) (laughs) Should we move on to ghost? Yeah. Ghost. Finish on a ghost. Finish on a ghost. Finish on a ghost. Man convinces woman her vagina is haunted and tries to rid ghosts with his penis. Unbelievable. So (laughs) we've all been there. (laughs) It happens. So yeah. Ghostbuster Huang Zhijian. Huang Zhijian. Uh, allegedly tried to perform exorcism with his penis. With his ectoplasm. Uh, so he was arrested yeah. for it. Um, Wonder why. For allegedly <laughs> convincing a woman that his penis could get rid of evil spirits in her vagina. According to a translation... Was that uh, belly there? That was my throat, yeah. Was it? <laughs> I think it was, it was Bill. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> The victim the alleged of Lulford. The victim allegedly came to the self-described Ghostbuster because she needed help seducing her boss, who she had a crush on. Ooh. That's when Gijon, <laughs> not El Lobison, Gijon <laughs> allegedly pitched unorth- unorthodox exorcism idea. What? Uh, Wait, so she was like, I really want to get off my boss. So she's go, she goes to see... A Ghostbuster. He's like, right. Why? What's that got, what's that got to do with a ghost in the first place? Maybe mean, she was trying to like, do a ritual. Maybe yeah. she was... Yeah. Oh, what? So she knew she had spirits in her vagina and she was like, I want to get my boss. I can't possibly get my boss while I've got these ghost vaginas going on. <laughs> Ghost vaginas. Ghost ghosts. Vaginal ghosts. Vaginal ghosts. Vaginal ghosts. <laughs> what is that was, was that was that her thinking is that genuinely what happened so then she's like I better see and, and he's like well well as I would yeah. have well of course yeah. <laughs> of course if you're sitting there and a woman says there's ghosts in my vagina what, what what possible thing could you think to suggest to get rid of him and he's like hmm well, I'd say 
maybe go and see a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, it's probably... Yeah, if you're a ghost, go on. And also, if you're saying there's a ghost up there, the last thing I'm putting up there is that. Oh, well, yeah, he might yeah, bite, he might might bite, it. bite it off. Yeah, yeah. like the yeah. film Teeth. Teeth, yeah. yeah. Or he might just gall, it, gall all over it, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's awful. So it's funny. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's like H U A N G. So it could be like hung. I don't know. Like okay. was he well hung? Well hung man. Yeah. yeah. Well hung. But right, hung right, then right. convinced the victim to have intercourse after explaining that ghosts in her vagina are preventing her boss from falling in love with her. Oh, so ghosts she, he could only catch with his penis. Right, so, so she he's didn't. Yeah, the he's ghost. Made, she didn't. She didn't go to him saying, "I've got ghosts." But in, why would she me, go to me, a Ghostbuster? No, because my thinking is not. maybe he's he's got many. No, I'm not even going to use he's that phrase because it's terrible. Yeah, he's um, got. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's. Yeah, maybe he's some sort of like, like witch guru. doctor. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's like a witch doctor. Yeah. and she's like, "Yo, can you hook me up with like a love potion or something?" And he's like, mm, "It's not the potion; it's the ghost vagina." <laughs> so he's going to catch him. So he's like the Hoover. He's going to Hoover him out. Yeah, he's like not safe for work Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's going to call? Huang. It literally says in it literally says uh, the top line of this article is who are you gonna call? Not this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Zhijian allegedly told authorities that he couldn't have sex with the victim because diabetes prevents him from achieving an erection. Is that a thing? It is actually a thing. Yeah, is like it? It, it like. Restricts your blood vessels, I think. Wow. Like your blood vessels can die off. Wow. And stuff. Does all kinds of things die, please, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read, I, when I was looking for this, I found another article about, uh, I was basically trying to find a story about vampires. And I found, oh. um, I was trying to find like a, a, a funny story about vampires. So I think yeah. I just went on Google and just typed in like, mm. vampire cock. And then I clicked on, like, <laughs> clicked on news or something. And it oh, was just... that's what you were doing. <laughs> you were trying to find a funny story. Yeah. It's it a likely story, yeah. And there was this story about... Uh, me out a few times. <laughs> a man who, because of his diabetes, couldn't get a boner anymore. So right. he'd done what's called like this vampire injection or something. Apparently it's something Kim Kardashian does on her face. Vampire facial. Yeah, yeah. she does those. But he does it in his cock. And uh, no. he basically like extracts plasma and stuff from blood. And then inject it into your cock, and it like revitalizes it. I guess. Mm. So it is something he makes so sense. He he claims he couldn't have sex with this lady. Um, I guess so. He's denying the whole thing. Did they uh, say prove it? Prove you yeah. can't get an erection. Take these videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even it. says so. It turns out he wouldn't have been able to help with the ghost problem after all. Uh, <laughs> Has it been resolved? The ghost stunning problem? journalism again, isn't it? <laughs> like. Yeah, what was the resolution? Did she get with her boss? I want to know. So many questions. Yeah, It says, I don't get this line. She says, still got ghosts in her vagina? The story has also caused the Friskies Amy Angelovich to break up with the so-called buster of ghosts. So, so he had like a partner or something. What dirty bastard. Yeah. And it says, she said, Hung, you have crossed the line. You're a, <laughs> you're a sick fuck. Angelovitz writes in an angry letter announcing the severing of her romantic ties with Hung Zhijiang. Do you reckon he, got, <laughs> he just got caught cheating and he was just trying He's to like, think uh, Ghosts! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ectoplasm, look! <laughs> and maybe she was like really old. Yeah. You know, the, saying, she's so old, her vagina's haunted. Oh. Maybe, maybe it is. People it? say that? Well, I've heard it before. Maybe. Uh, but like, uh, uh, yeah, this. Didn't Frankie Boyle make a joke about the Queen? Oh, use that yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But um, that's my ghost story. <laughs> yeah. Majesty. <laughs> yeah. And it involved well, finishing on a ghost. So it did. Yeah. It did. Wow. That's great. Wow. Wow. And kind of a rapist. I bit, mean, bit yeah. rapey. We haven't had rape on the podcast for a while, oh, though. So. Great. No, I think last time I brought that topic as well. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's avoid that. When I was a guest. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. This one had ghosty themes. So ghosty face. All right, isn't it? Yeah. Ghosty themes. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. I kind of relied more on Sven this episode. Yeah. Than, uh, than I mean, Sven else. was yeah. is the highlight. It's the of the highlight. Season, yeah. The highlight of the entire yeah. fucking podcast, I'd yeah. say. And if you haven't what listened to the whole thing, if you skip that, do go back and listen to it. Yeah. Um, it will be uploaded separately on uh, YouTube as well. So yeah. you'll be able like if you just want to watch the interview and that's it and you want to actually watch it and see what Sven looks like. So if you've been listening to this and you're kind of interested to see what Sven looks like now, yeah. almost like twenty years later, I think. Um yeah. maybe. Yeah. Fifteen, twenty years later. Like fifteen. See yeah. what see what he looks like now. Uh go check it out. Nice. Very handsome lad. Yeah. Alright, Tom, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> well it's been a fucking It's been a long one. What do you we're on? Sweating. Yeah, you must be. I'm freezing. I'm, I'm a bit chilly now. Yeah, it's so, it's so humid in there. It's unbelievable. It's, you're gonna be like sweat. You're gonna be yeah. like wet when you take that off. Oh god. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I've been up since six. There was a few times in that. I know. Where Rob, Rob's eyes fully closed. I oh, know. Because I, <laughs> I was trying to get your attention. Oh, that's I what know, you pointed out. I knew you was. I knew you was doing it. I got up at six. Went for a bike ride. Uh, like sounds like your problem, I know, really, I, it does it? sound like my problem. Yeah. yeah. Was it but a nice bike ride though? It, it was average. Oh. Uh, oh. My mate's oh. tire burst about five minutes in. Oh. I'd say that's below average. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> for, for him, it was not a bike ride. Uh, anyway, yeah, on that note, yeah, it's been I'm a, fucking going to bed. Yeah. Well, not yet, because we've got to pack all this shit oh, up. Oh, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much for everyone tuning in. It's the spooky special, Halloween yeah. special. Happy Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween. Um, yeah. Is this going to be out on the 31st? Is that the plan? Or Probably on the 30th? Yeah. Yeah. So have a good Halloween. Have a good yeah. Halloween. Tomorrow. Tomorrow or today or yesterday. Don't. Whatever you listen to it. <laughs> I hope you had or have or having a good Halloween. Don't put razor blades in toffee apples. No. Uh, don't accept sweets from strangers. No. Um, I don't. I can't imagine there'll be many, many trick or treat. There's this, probably uh, no. Yeah, trick or treating is probably yeah, illegal, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good point. I wonder if they're going to yeah do a statement on yeah. it. Yeah, oh. maybe not. I hope they're still doing offers on, on multiple packs of sweets, though. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, that's yeah. true. Getting yeah. him Harry Bows. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so we'll be back um, with our standard viewing um, sometime next month. So it's going to be a like quick turnaround. Weeks, yeah. yeah, bonus. This is a bonus episode. Um, thank you to Faz for joining us. Thanks, on Faz. Thanks, Faz. Really special. No worries, Great guys. Work. It's been thanks, a pleasure. Thanks, thanks yeah. Mike. And she <laughs> gave us the thumbs up. <laughs> she really, She really has... Yeah. Um, stuck to her costume. She's yeah. been inside. dedicated, the most yeah. dedicated. Yeah. I'd say. I've, I've put mine's the most. My, mine basically might as well not be a costume, and I've still took my hood down. This is just clothes. I could just chill in this. <laughs> that's what yeah. we said. Yeah. Easy, yeah. Easy, yeah. Easy, yeah. Easy, I like, could yeah. see you at work. Yeah. 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 yeah, I said that's yeah. that's a very Rob Oliver costume. Yeah. Yeah. This, is just, this is just fairly normal. Yeah, yeah. that's dedication. Top marks. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not nice in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll let you get um, out then. Yeah, we'll let you get out. Um, next episode's going to be another um, topic, so um, we won't reveal what that is just yet, but tune in. Because we um, don't, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a selection. And um, can we, can we add it? a little caveat as well that it could be cute? Oh, yeah. For like our, our one listener, if you have any spooky stories from your life... Please share them. I would love, yeah. I would genuinely love just to hear George. people's spooky stories. I really enjoy it, just hearing 
um, yeah. yeah, people's yeah. If you got what, what real life ones, you mean real life if, ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. either yeah, that'd be great. Uh, obviously, if you know me in person, definitely let, just tell me. I really enjoy listening to them. Or if you want to uh, email them or get in touch on the twit on Twitter or um, Instagram, um, emails curioscast at gmail dot com. Yeah, um, and then the Twitter and Instagram are just at curioscast. Yep, um, we've got that branding. Yeah, we've got the branding. Online. Woo! It's lovely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but genuinely contact us if you've got anything you want to share. Yeah, um, and if you ever do want to share a particular topic to just one of us, for example, of yeah. course our private Instagrams are linked at the top of our Instagram. But if you want to send an email, just put in like the subject to Tom, George, yeah. or Rob, whoever it is, we'll and the up. other ones just won't, won't read it. We're probably going to do another episode about ghosts. So if you want something to be talked about in the in a future episode about ghosts, again, send it in and we'll uh, we'll discuss it. Or if you want to be interviewed by a yeah. top journalist, Tom, you know, if you want to if you want to be a, a guest through Zoom, yeah, or if you are a ghost topic, and you want to get in touch, <laughs> give us a um, shout. The only stipulation yeah. is you have to be as handsome as Sven yeah. <laughs> that's the stipulation um, I'm going to say if Bill is Bill, if Bill's listening contact Rob tonight no about, fuck like, off oh, I wish I brought it up now I just <laughs> forgot about that I just forgot about fucking Bill alright oh, let's get the yeah. fuck out of here give me a fucking drink thanks for listening see you later guys peace, peace. sleep tight peace